It's Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves. If you like, bring up whatever's on your mind. Our number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. With you in the studio tonight, you've got Ian. And Conan. Conan, welcome back to the airwaves. Thanks for having me. It's been a while. Has it been a year? It's probably half a year at uh, least, right? It's probably been longer than half a year. So, uh, welcome back. Good to have you back here. Johnson's going to be joining us. Uh, he's running a little bit late, so we'll see him here in just a moment. Coming up, uh, you wanted to talk of all things about the Mayan calendar, the whole end of the world thing that was supposed to happen in 2012, or maybe it did happen. <laughs> That's what I want to hear about. Uh, coming up here in a little bit. Plus. A Montreal law firm is now suing the company that makes the popular video game Fortnite. And they're saying that, uh, well, it's an addictive game. So therefore, they they should have to pay. That's why people play it. Now they're saying they should have to pay the people who are playing it or something because of Fortnite addiction. Uh, We'll get into that story as well. But in the international headlines tonight, there's the purported brink of a brexit deal this may be happening soon it, and it's <laughs> it has been on the brink of maybe happening for two for years. years actually i checked it uh conan we were wrong it's actually been three years wow. since they first voted for this thing uh, according to wikipedia it was the it was in june of 2016 when 51.9 percent of participating voters voted to leave the european union so more than three years ago uh, to this day, that's like three and a quarter, three and a, three and a third of a year. Now, this would have taken place at least that year. I'm thinking even a month after the, uh, the initial voting, if the Brits, in fact, had firearms. Well, they've got if firearms. They, they, well, I mean... Mo- they've got a military or whatever. I'm not talking... No, not their military, their people. Well, how, would, how do you think that having the people having guns would help move along a political process. Because the politicians as- want to get reelected, and they don't want upset orny, or, am I saying that word right? They don't want crazy people with pitchforks and, 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 and torches, yeah. <laughs> uh, which which they do have, but no, not enough. Firearms work. And, this is, yeah. and the same exact thing is happening in France right now with the yellow vests, which, by the way, I don't think any Americans know anything about. Well, They've we, been protesting for damn near half a year now. Yeah, we talked and they, about And now it you've here. got the new Hong Kong thing. They got karate kicks. I don't know if you saw that video, by I the way. I saw some cop got kicked or whatever. You I didn't got, see video of it, but I heard about Bru- it. You uh, got Bruce Lee, but the, what was the Mortal Kombat? Flying uh, kick. Yeah, right? it was a flying kick. It was, it was pretty awesome. And the so guy, there's video. And okay. the guy was half the size of him, too. So they got wow. kicks, but they don't, have, they don't have weapons. And that's how these people, these governments, can get away with, uh, oh, you know what? We'll, we'll have a revote. Oh, you know what? We've got we've to vote on how we're going to get out. Well, I mean, I, I don't think you're wrong. I mean, it's not a bad thing for people to have weapons. There's no doubt about that. But there's plenty of weapons in the United States, Conan, and it's not like the government here moves quickly on anything. Yeah, but the people haven't gotten to the point where they want to exit something. Wait well, till wait till that happens. Wait, let's wait till California actually does what they want to do. Well, or, they don't have any weapons in California. Well, yeah, that, good point. So there's a problem there. <laughs> All right, wait till New Hampshire 
wants to uh, uh, venture off and become good buddies with Canada and uh, leave Massachusetts and New York, uh, you know, in the, in the dust. Well, it can't happen soon enough, as far as I'm concerned. I certainly, I think most of our hosts on this show support secession, support any state, California, New Hampshire, Vermont, wherever it is, uh, Hawaii, anybody who wants to leave the United States should be able to do so, and they should be able to do it peacefully. Um, I just don't know, Conan, if, you know, 51.6%... I mean, it's not an overwhelming majority. It's a majority. It's a lot more than it's a lot more than who were uh, 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 supporting the American Revolution. A third of the population, a third wanted to stay, and the third were ah, we don't want, we don't know what we want, which is kind of what we have right now. That's a yeah. that's a whole hell of a lot more than a third. But look, I mean, voting for something isn't the same thing as really being a supporter, is it? Because when you go out and you vote for some political candidate. Most of the time, you don't support that candidate, right? Because, I mean, most of the time, with the exception of here in New Hampshire, where we actually have libertarians on the ballot that are worth voting for, Mm -hmm. um, in most places, you don't have a libertarian choice or you don't have a decent libertarian choice. Um, you get one lesser of the evils. You get a Republican, you get a Democrat. One of them is less bad than the other. You hold your nose and you vote for one of them. That doesn't mean you're a supporter of them. So I don't, you know, I'm not saying the people who voted for this don't support it, but I'm not, what I'm saying is they may not vehemently support it. They may not be the kind of like 51.9% of the people didn't go out into the streets to protest for this. That was probably 5% Mm -hmm. or less than that. So it's always going to be that motivated minority that makes a push for an idea or, a, you know, whatever progress. And then other people kind of come along for the ride. Oh, yeah. It's a, oh, it says leave the European Union. Sure, I'll vote for that. Yeah, But mo- they're not going to go show up at their uh, MP's door, or member of parliament's door, and start pounding on it. And Well, you know. it, 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 it will come to that. It will come to that. And by the way, most people are MPCs. They're, who knows uh, what MPC they— MPC stands for non-player character. Who knows what they really believe. They don't. They just go along to get along. Yeah. Because uh, it hurts to think sometimes. It sure. hurts. It hurts to to, to it rock hurts. to rock the boat. Right. No and one wants to be a boat rocker. No one wants to be seen as the guy who's always questioning things. They just right. want to get along to get along. And they, it hurts to go against the grain. Right? Oh, yeah. It hurts a lot, yeah. which is why we do it. Because <laughs> you like pain. You Because we're masochists. That right? <laughs> That's not why I do it. Uh, but, you know, it's just one of the, the it, it just comes with the, the territory. Yeah. You know, when you when you rock the boat, well, there's a chance somebody's going to target you. Well, I, I'm thinking when it comes to Brexit, it wasn't like it is here in this. Well, actually, the 2016 election, a lot of people came out to vote for either one, one of the lesser of two, the two evils, Hillary or or uh, Trump, but usually mm-hmm. people don't come out to vote. Uh, That's right. as, as far as Brexit was concerned, they they all voted. Did they? Uh, I don't know the, what the actual stats are, but I was pretty. I'd be curious to see how many people actually turned out for that, because that is an interesting question. If you happen to know, you're welcome to share it with us. Uh, the toll free number is eight fifty five four fifty free. If you're in the uh, if you're in the UK tonight. Because where you are, it's actually tomorrow already. Uh, but uh, if you're there and you're up late with us and you want to call and you know give us your opinion, because odds are you know a heck of a lot more about this than we do. I mean, my knowledge of Brexit is basically that it happened. They voted for this thing. And we predicted on Free Talk Live that this was going to be a slow process. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the bureaucrats, uh, they don't want to give up their power. No. And they're going to drag their feet as long as they can. Uh, in this case, The Guardian has a fairly detailed report. I'm not going to get into all the details of this because for a lot of our listeners, it just won't mean much. 
you know, there's always there's always a lot of political personalities involved in this kind of crap. And I find politicians to be detestable. I don't like talking about them in the United States. I don't like name dropping politicians. And I certainly am not going to do the same, you know, not going to do that with the, the EU. Uh, but there is a draft text of an agreement that could be published on Wednesday, so tomorrow, if Downing Street gives the final green light, according to senior EU and British sources. It's understood that the negotiating ter- or teams have agreed in principle that there will be a customs border down the Irish Sea. A similar arrangement was rejected by Theresa May as a deal that no British prime minister could accept. So she's out. I remember hearing mm-hmm. that. Yep. Uh, the new Trump-looking guy is in. Is this the Boris Johnson yeah. guy? Looks like uh, it looks like the kid from South Park with the. He looks goofy with his with his finger in his nose. Oh, he doesn't have it in this in this particular picture. But uh, Johnson will still have to win over. Apparently, Boris Johnson will have to win over Parliament, including the Democratic Unionist Party and the hardline Tory Brexiters of the European Research Group, on the basis that under the deal, Northern Ireland Ireland will still legally be within the UK's customs territory. So this just sounds like a huge political morass, and you know they're saying that a deal may be imminent, but imminent in political terms could mean weeks from now. Yep. Uh, so you know, hunker years, down, Britain. Years from now. <laughs> yeah, you'll be lucky if you're still alive when this thing finally shakes out. If you want to join us, you can. Our toll-free number is eight fifty-five four fifty free. Coming up, are we living? In the post-Mayan calendar end of the world, that's what Conan's going to ask on the way here. And you can share your thoughts on whatever happens to be on your mind. Plus, are you addicted to Fortnite? Well, if you live in Canada, you might be able to join a class action lawsuit. There's more coming up here on Free Talk Live. 855-450. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up what you want here. The toll-free number, 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. You will sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio if you call on those numbers. We um, were talking about this Brexit. Supposedly, they're on the brink of a deal course it's been three years now and well nothing has really happened it's all been political wrangling uh struggles between one side or the other and honestly i don't even know what all the different stakeholders and sides and such are if you're in the uk and you want to give us a rundown as you understand it feel free uh there's a really detailed article here at the guardian i'll link to it on our social media i don't want to get into all the ugly political fighting that's going on but i think it's crystal clear that this is taking forever um there's political chairs that have already changed out the prime minister is no longer who the prime minister was when this thing first started so it's all very you know complex it's unnecessarily complex and conan you were suggesting earlier that if the people in great britain had guns that this process wouldn't be as drawn out. You feel like that that would, that they could then pressure their rep, so-called representatives. That's what they're for, and that's why we have a Second Amendment. And that's well, why they're it's, for killing, and that's why it's the for. Second Amendment. You got the First Amendment, and yeah. that's to try to convince our government to correct itself, correct its ways. And if that doesn't work, then you have the backup plan, which is 
the second. Well, I and mean, they don't really for killing Conan is what they're for. They're for killing governments that are out of control. Right. Isn't that the idea? And, that and the or and or acting as a deterrent. I mean, it's like a good wall. And like, mm. it's going to keep guys. It's going to keep bad guys. out. Good, good neighbors have good fences. Correct. That and that's the thing. same thing with a weapon. You don't necessarily have to use it. Just the mm-hmm. fact that it's strapped on your on your hip might be deterrent enough. Well, I mean, uh, I've seen plenty of people at the state house in Concord with guns on their hip and it hasn't made and, you know, I mean, it's not like the state reps are going to hurry up and do their business even faster until we actually vote on something that is actually meaningful and not like uh just trying to protect our vapes i see what you're saying preventing preventing uh, noodle heads from uh uh, outlawing everything uh yeah wait wait till wait till the uh wait till the crash happens wait till all of them firemen and policemen and teachers aren't getting their checks Mm -hmm. um and and oh and social security as well wait till that falls to the floor uh, and, you know, and, and the really hard decisions are going to have to be, are, are going to be on the table and none of this bull crap that we usually deal with. I have to wonder what it is going to take. I mean, for the U S government to finally wear out its welcome with enough people in one state, because there have been these, you know, somewhat newsworthy movements like Collexit was what one mm-hmm. of them was called in California. There was, uh, the Texit people that wanted to leave, um, and they, they voted like, what was there, 100,000 signatures on a petition that went to Obama back in 2012. And basically Obama came back and said, nope. yeah, that was decided with the Civil War, <laughs> <laughs> suggesting that there was going to be violence if somebody tried to leave. Right. Uh, we don't know what Trump would do when faced with or if faced with the imminent leaving. Of- uh, he's, he has too many. He has too many supporters. It's not happening this year. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't... I don't yeah, you're asking what it would take. Soon. It's going to take bread lines. It's going to take people really? losing their savings. It's, it's going to take, God. you know, all these pensioners not collecting. That's what it's going to take. Right now, we're still living... It's, we're still living pretty cozy. We're living large, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of people complaining about the gender gap and all about oh, racism in America yeah. and all this, which is all bull crap, which, I mean, it it is real. Yeah. But compared to what it was, it's non-existent. But no, that's, this, is all, this is all small potatoes. It's going to take pain and suffering... And the people are going to want real change. Well, somebody on, uh, we got like a local chat group here uh, in the Keene area and Johnson joining us. Welcome, Johnson. Hey. Uh, So somebody posted today, one of the local libertarian types in this uh, group where we chat, Free New England, hashtag Freen, I guess is in like (laughs) Keene, but with an F in in front of it or FR, uh, and then hashtag six states own on a nation oh six states one nation i hate hashtags he doesn't, no want, he doesn't want massachusetts to be among that six right what? i think they probably do why you know, so more states no come I, on look it's not from one of our guys it's something that, that he saw so he was at looks one of those poster boards you mm-hmm. know around town where they got like business cards post uh, posted up i might consider uh, vermont i don't even know about maine but vermont <laughs> at least they have guns over there maine's got some guns too they and a lot the, of poor people yeah uh, New New England Independence Campaign is what it's called. So hmm. apparently there's a, a new newish secessionist group uh, in New England, and somebody. From well, I that like group. how all these these ideas are on the table and they're options, yeah. but they're not really options. It's just someone is, you know, hey, what about this idea? What this? What? Well, that's be where great? it has to start. I mean, somebody has to put an idea out there and see what kind of response it gets. See if it can gender some, you know, engender some interest amongst people. And then take that idea to which is only state really inter- which is only really interesting to us. 
the only way to get these things accomplished is to get the normies on board. And the only way the normies are going to get on board is if pain and suffering is involved and we're, and they're trying to get out of it. Bread lines. <laughs> Serious. And <laughs> it's going to suck. Right. And it's going to suck. You're probably right. And me would buy, hey, I, I'm adding a whole nother swath. I'm adding 300 square foot of garden uh, for it'll be ready for next spring. Okay. I'm going to be first on the chopping block. They're going to have they're gonna me. They're going to come after you. They're going to come after me. I'm going to have to, I'm going to be out there defending my stupid garden, not from rabbits, <laughs> from but people. from hungry people. You better learn how LED grow lights work so you can start farming indoors. You have a big basement. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's full of stuff too. Well, once the you know bread lines hit, you can just throw that stuff yeah, out in the which, yard and let them take it. Which which would require an awful lot of energy, which we're probably not going to have because the lights are going to be off. So I need I need the sun. <laughs> well, if we don't have any energy anymore, I'm probably getting out of New Hampshire because it's going to get cold, man. <laughs> if there's I, no I, oil I, left, I actually think that. Well, I've got lots of trees to burn, and that's why I, that's why I like where I live. I I got a whole forest right there, but. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to be where people are migrating. I like. I think this is the best place to be. You really think so? Okay. Oh yeah, because everyone's going to be going south, and we're, I think we're just far enough away from the big cities like Boston and all that. They'll mm-hmm. eat each other alive before you know they get out of control and migrate over here, and they want to go to Concord and, and you know they want to go to some of the uh, the more uh, urban places. If I were going to be thinking about surviving in, in a place that doesn't have. Uh, you know, good access to sunlight, aka solar panels and, you know, batteries technology. If there was not going to be power and it was going to be a place like New Hampshire, I'd say you'd want to be real familiar with wood gasification. Mm-hmm. So not only just burning wood for fire purposes, but burning wood in, in a, such a fashion where you're turning it into fuel, mm-hmm. like liquid fuel, um, because that can be used to run engines and generators mm-hmm. and all that. I think, and that is, I know that that art. People are still doing it. Oh, but yeah, there are people, they're, they're more in the biodiesel and stuff yeah, these you, days. But. You occasionally see the crazy person with a wood burning stove on the back of their truck and the, it's driving the truck, <laughs> yep. just belching out <laughs> massive amounts of wood smoke. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that. That oh, would yeah. be hilarious. It's, it's awesome when you see these trucks that are that are made with uh, wood gasifier engines. So if you want to talk about, you know, what it's gonna take for some state in the United States to secede. Is it going to have to be bread lines like Conan is suggesting here? If you want to weigh in, you're welcome to join us. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Or if you know a thing or two about the uh, the Brexit deal, you you know you want to fill us in and fill our audience in, maybe you're over in the UK, feel free to join us. Also, you can call easily if you're overseas or anywhere uh, via the Discord server. You don't have to pay any long distance, and you'll sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio with us. Go to discord.lrn.fm as we continue. We will take your calls and thoughts about whatever's on your mind. Conan says we might be living in uh, basically the world that ended on in 2012. We'll get into that coming up here. It's Free Talk Live. Anarchapulco is the world's foremost conference for voluntarist thinkers and activists held in beautiful Acapulco, Mexico. Share ideas on how to live free and escape the clutches of the state. Their unparalleled lineup of speakers will discuss entrepreneurship, investments, politics, philosophy, health, sustainability, lifestyles, and personal relationships. Stay in a world-class resort and enjoy the sun and beaches. February the 13th through the 16th, visit anarchapulco.com for early bird pricing and 10% off with coupon code FTL. It's Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you want here, whether you want to talk about the British exit, the Brexit from the European Union, or... Or Keen exit, or whatever he called it, the Freen. No, it was... Yeah, yeah, Freen. Freen was what it was called. That's silly. It was just called Keen exit. (laughs) Keen exit. Well, no, it wasn't actually uh, Keen specifically. It was some sort of signage that was put up, at, and it wasn't clear as to which restaurant or and it's coffee not, shop. And it's not Ridley who did this. 
Maybe it was Ridley. I don't know. I wouldn't think Ridley would be promoting six states yeah, seating together. I think he, I think he just though. wants New Hampshire, which I am in agreement with. Right. Yeah, I don't want to be tied down with Vermont or Massachusetts like, like, like or I Connecticut. Said, I think Vermont's the only state that I could maybe deal with. They're pretty left-leaning over there, but it, they, but they do all have guns. Yeah, and Vermont and Maine were in the Free State Project's 10 different states from which people could choose. Right. Um, neither of Vermont or Maine made it into the top three in the voting, so mm-hmm. it's not like people actually wanted to choose them. It was, uh, if I recall correctly, it was New Hampshire overwhelmingly won, and then it was Wyoming, and then it was Alaska. So I don't remember Alaska, what came after that. Alaska, wow. Yeah, I don't remember what came after that. Um, so so you can join us here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. We also have the Discord call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm still happy to hear anybody talking about secession, even if it is the idea of all the New England states going together. Um, it probably... Would it be worse to have that than the 50 states? I think it still, probably would still be a little bit better. You know, even even if that's all that was on the table, if all that was... Okay, this is what you get to choose, Conan. You either go <laughs> with the six states from New England, right? So Rhode Island. I'm going to presume it's Rhode Island. No, I don't want the six states. Massachusetts, uh, Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire. All leave together or you stay with the United States. What's your choice? I'll go the six states. I guess. Yeah, Just, see, but, that's kind of how but, I. But feel. then I'll, but then I'll be, I'll still be working for the one state out to leave. But you right. know, we're talking about what it would take. Um, and and you can already see it just here in at local the local level here mm-hmm. in Keene, the yeah. for, for this whole year I'd choose the United States. By would the way. you? Oh yeah, absolutely. You you spent time in Connecticut, so you probably know mm-hmm. a thing or two. Yeah, and and think about it. add together all those states except for New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and what you get is a socialist super lefty hellhole. Yeah, and and by point. the way, and I don't want to do any of this, and I've said this before. I don't want to do any of this until Texas does it first. Wait, wait, or why California. wouldn't you want to go first? What if New, no, New Hampshire because gets a I don't, first? Because I want to sneak off while they're dealing with Texas. <laughs> Let them have their civil war, uh-huh. the feds versus the South again, yeah. and we could be like, you know what? We're just going to sneak we're off in, gonna the, in the dark. going to be over here. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine what would happen to the costs of foods in this, uh, in this six-state thing? When you sell off all the farmland, you know, essentially in middle of the middle of America and access to those resources and you become your own country that then has to actually negotiate and, you know, enter into like, I don't know, man, it doesn't cost a lot of money to get food from Mexico. Why would it be that much more expensive? Because you have to go through the midlands to get to you. Yeah. So, yeah, so, while they're, that, so they're but, having their and war. And, and I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about anything else that's also produced in the middle of America, you know, like. Yeah, but they still yeah, want to yeah, sell their yeah, stuff. Grain, uh, corn, and soy. Yeah, but now there's a negotiation, right? There's a negotiation with this new nation that they don't necessarily, you know, that they're not just. We can negotiate demand. with uh, Canada too. I mean, there's there's competition. And, and, what kind yeah. of, and how much food are they growing? Well, I, I, I they have to be growing something. <laughs> yeah, it's a limited growing season up there. That's but as, sure. but as far as what it would take here at the local level, here in Keene, the politicians have been screaming about how the state of New Hampshire isn't sending back. All the money, the money. they promised That's to right. send back here, and, and I've been arguing for this at an individual level since mm-hmm. I've moved here, and everyone's like, "Ah, shut up, libertarian!" 
But now look at these look at these hypocritical politicians. Oh, the state's not giving us back our money. Oh, and the feds do the same. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. And they're, they're trying to write up new regulations, new ordinances. So some, some municipalities are talking about suing the state. Mm. And, of course, this is probably why Sanud came and dropped off this huge-ass check for the, uh, to, the, to the school, oh, which he? they are not going to pay off any of their debts. They're going to they're gonna spend it on uh, wish list projects that they've yeah. had in the back burner forever and ever. Um, so it's not going to, our taxes aren't actually going to go down, even no, though we get this not. big fat check. No, of course not. But I mean, it, it's happening. It has, and it's, and it's about money and it's about, uh, the taxpayer suffering and the politicians all, we were all about the, the taxpayers and this is what we, this is what we ran for. Well, the politicians just want the money. <laughs> they just they, want to, they want to no, fund yeah. their projects. Right, they want they to want their, their, they their want their city on the, on the shining city on the yeah. side of the hill, their dream, their, their, their legacy. And this is this is part of it. I want to interrupt they you there, And if they don't have the money, they can't have their shining city. Let's talk to John. He's on the line in Virginia, watching on YouTube. John, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Johnson and Conan. Hey, good evening. Hey, John. Um, I really don't care about anything going on over in Britain. You know, that's a, that's a cluster F, you know. Mm. But anyway, I heard you. I'm watching you on YouTube, by the way. And I'm Johnny Doe VA on, the, on that chat on there. Well, anyway, you're talking about... Uh, any of the states succeeding from the union, we're, we're never going to see that. Why? First of all, I'm almost 60 years old. I'm a, I'm a United States Marine Corps combat veteran. And originally, I'm from New Jersey. I was a narcotics advice cop there for oh, a good God. number of years. And, sorry uh, to hear that. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. How many lives do you think you ruined? Well, I tell you. I got a 13 confirmed count. I don't know the rest of it when it rained. 13 confirmed? No, no, no. I didn't ask how many you ended. I said, how many did you ruin? He was talking about as a cop, as a vice cop, a narcotics cop, where you put peaceful people behind bars who haven't harmed anyone else. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, fellas, because uh, actually I resigned. Okay. Okay. I resigned. And I had a YouTube channel and a... they got rid of it because actually I was exposing people. Okay, so you don't need to jump on me for that. Actually, I'm one of the cops that's involved, and uh, marijuana should be should be illegal. I'm part good. of that organization. Good, good. I'm glad to hear that you uh, okay. you say that. Now, do you agree that all other drugs should also be legal? That uh, that prohibition should well, be ended. Well, I tell you, I'm a little bit conflicted about that, but but I'm going to tell you something. And this is only my opinion now. If all these things were legal, I truly believe that it wouldn't be as bad as it is now. I agree. Does that make any sense? No, it makes total sense. I mean, for instance, uh, crack cocaine probably never would have come into existence if cocaine itself wasn't prohibited. Let me me tell you something. Let Let me tell you something. Crack exploded okay i mean it exploded and if you really want to get into it the things that i was exposing on my youtube channel okay and my undercover name okay was eastland now the thing is if you only knew who was bringing these drugs in okay yes yeah, oh, well, we've heard a lot of stories <laughs> the cocaine okay. import agency now, <laughs> all right, let me check this out this uh, this fentanyl uh uh, fentanyl, right? Okay. Now, if you're a drug dealer and you're putting fentanyl in your heroin and people are dropping like flies, 
Well, who's going to be your repeat customer? Yeah, it doesn't make Where's sense. That fentanyl? Yeah. Where is that fentanyl coming from, brother? Because it's not coming from China. They want to blame China. Mm. It's you think not it's the government? From China. You think it's the government? It's the United States government, brother. Let me tell you something, okay? Just let me let me let me get off the drugs, and I'll get back to that. All right. But here in Virginia, I live in Roanoke, Virginia. Okay, Roanoke County, actually, because I live rural. But the thing is, last uh, last election for the president, right? Well, my wife and I, we go down there to the Glenver uh, Middle School to vote. And you got to show your ID. Now, my wife, they told my wife that she couldn't vote because she already voted. They said she sent in an absentee ballot. That never occurred. Ooh, okay. That never occurred. So anyway, you know, we, uh, she had to fill out this paper, and we had to go down to the uh, the election, uh, whatever the hell you call it, you know, see the lady down there within three days. Well, why... If you believe in the government and you believe in the election process, it's all BS. Okay? It is all BS. Hold that thought, John, if you can. Uh, we'll let you finish your story on the way here. The toll-free number 855-450-FREE. Former vice cop. Sounds like he might be against the war on drugs. I'd like to hear that. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You may join us here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. We've got the Discord call-in line rooms. Coming up, Fortnite addictions have resulted in a lawsuit against the company that makes the game up in Canada. Uh, Plus, with you in the studio tonight, you've got Ian here. And Johnson. And Conan. Edge Wallet, the best cryptocurrency wallet out there. It's the one that I use more often than any other. Um, I just used it today. I actually had some some food over at the delicious local burger here in town. We actually can spend cryptocurrency in real life here in Keene. Um, And, you know, Bitcoin's very useful in a lot of ways. Cryptocurrencies like Ethereum, Monero, Ripple, Stellar, Dash, Bitcoin Cash, and others. There's a couple dozen options that you can buy, sell, trade, and securely hold with your Edge wallet. It's available for iOS and Android. You can just go and download it from your app store. Or you can go to edge.app if you want to learn more about the technology behind Edge. Go to edge.app. That's their website. Secure your freedom with Edge Wallet. As we continue here. Yes, Conan. By the way, I load up Twitch, LRN.FM Twitch. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? Oh, it's Fortnite. It's an advertisement (laughs) for Fortnite. (laughs) So let's go back to John. He's a former cop in Virginia, originally called to talk about secession. And I want to get back into that topic, John, but you were telling us a story about your wife uh, was told when she went to go vote that she had already voted via absentee, which was a surprise to her. And you were telling us uh, what happened there. And that is, that is, that is absolutely true. Here, here's what happened. Uh, we have eight grandchildren and my, uh, I have three daughters in their thirties and my oldest is a registered nurse. So my wife watches the kids and, mm-hmm. uh, she didn't know if she was going to be able to make it to vote for the presidential election. Okay. So she had an absentee ballot sent to the house here. Well, it never was sent in. I actually have it locked up in my gun safe, okay? It was never sent in. I still have it to this day. So when that happened down there uh, at the Glenver Middle School here, 
I uh, and we had to go see the lady down there, at the registrar's office, yep. within three days, which which we did. But now, what I did, I went in uh, on Facebook. I went and messaged two reporters at WSLS ten, and they would. Matter of fact, they never even responded to me. They never responded to me. Now, there, uh, there's one congressman here that actually grew up with my wife. Okay, okay but before I you go deeper into the story here, I mean, yeah. I want to just – I want to ask you a question about what you've been saying right. so far. So they – so you guys – she did ask for an absentee ballot. She received it, but she never actually sent it in. She went and tried to vote, and they told her, well, no, right. we can't do that because you voted absentee. Even though – so they didn't have any record of her actually sending the ballot in. They well, only I, had a record of her, them sending I, I it to her. I still have it as we speak. She never sent it in. I, I got it. Wow. You know, I could actually, uh, I could, I could email you. You know, I could take a picture of it and email it to you. It was never sent in. So where did this end up? I mean, how did this shake out when everything was said and done? Like when you met with whoever you needed to meet with. Let's cut the, the story right. short here. Well, they, uh, the the lady at the registrar's office, the uh, election registrar's office. They wouldn't give us any information, and as far as they're concerned, okay, so when she went and voted at the polling place, that, that's going to be her vote, but they would not explain anything. Wait, I thought they didn't that. let her vote at the polling place. They didn't let her vote, but she had to fill out a paper. Okay, so she okay. was able to vote. Okay, well, I, for for a moment there, right. I thought that she was denied to be able to vote at all, in which case you probably would have had some sort of lawsuit that you could have filed. Let's get back to secession. Well, well, Conan, you wanted well, him to answer a question about uh, what he'd originally called about? Yeah, yeah you, you're, you're very uh, adamant that uh, no state will leave the Union, and I was curious as to why no, you think no, that. No, no, that that's, that's never going to happen. You know, our, our country, okay, like I said, I'm almost 60 years old. The world has changed. Our country has changed. You've got a bunch of snowflakes out there, okay? And I'm not, you know, I'll tell you right now, I voted for Trump, but uh, I, I'm actually not a Republican. I never mm. was a Republican. I'm actually a Libertarian, okay? Okay. But the thing is, you know, I mean, it was, you know, as my granddad used to say, the uh, the lesser evil, you know? And sure. there's no sense voting. So hold on, but is it, are you saying that people aren't going to secede because there's too many snowflakes around? Is that your no, reason? No, no, no. Now you're just trying to spin my words. No, no I just want to know what you're saying. Go ahead. Well, the succession from the union is 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 a very big process. Now, yeah. look what's going on in California right now. Okay, California is that's a cluster F two. Now, take for example here in Roanoke County. Uh, there is the, the county board of supervisors. So you got five people sitting up there actually making law. You know, they're coming up with these ordinances. And, and recently it was uh, one that you cannot get this. This is something here. This will prove what I'm saying because the government's infiltrated, even locally, all the way up to the top. So the Coronel County Board of Supervisors uh, several months back had come up with a county ordinance that you're not allowed to sleep or live in your vehicle. But here's the catch, even on private property. Oh, man. Okay, but how does that have anything to do with secession? I mean, that's terrible that they would do that. Well, it has a lot to do with it. It has a lot to do with it. What if your vehicle is a motorhome? I think think that's actually probably the purpose of this. this. People sleeping in their travel trailers and stuff. (laughs) They want to put a stop to that. Well, no, they're they're saying your vehicle, your car. You know, I mean, and I know people who who were homeless. And they would sleep up there at the Walmart down there in Salem, okay? 
Okay, but you've got to make this uh, make this make sense to me as to what that ordinance has anything to do with what you're saying, which is people are less likely or not interested in leaving the United States, or they won't. Because there's no, it has everything to do with it, because you're not going to get enough people to agree to succeed from well, the yeah. union. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a big challenge. I, I definitely agree with you there. And, John, thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Uh, the toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. And that is that goes back to what you were saying, Conan, it's, if people exactly. are comfortable. The normies are still comfortable, and the only way to get them out of it is bread, bread lines. lines. <laughs> and it will happen, and those and the soy boys and the snowflakes, yeah, they're not going to have guns, mm-hmm. but they're going to have... They're going to have their automobiles, and they're going to have uh, their pitchforks, and they're going to be out there throwing rocks through windows. So, yeah, I mean, they, they it, it. Why is it that only the one percent of the one percent <laughs> has bread? But here's the biggest. Here's the biggest point to make about the soy boys. Uh, they're the ones who are going to be left with all of the debt and nothing. They're not going to have their social security. They're not going to have a medical care system that that even works for them. They're just going to have. Debt. Let me be clear, though. They will at least have free schooling <laughs> that taught them to be good, indoctrinated button pushers. Okay, but is, wait, you're saying only the soy boys are going to have to pay the debt? I'm pretty sure the government's going to try to force that on everybody. They can get away with. Oh yeah, we're it on. yeah we're gonna we're gonna be here's but here's the difference: the three of us in this room, Generation X, and a little uh, you're kind of a millennial. You're one year. You're one year. Yeah, we're all we're it, we're zennials. Technically zennials. We're zennials. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at least we know how to do things. At least I do. At least I, yeah. you know, I, I consider myself to be a jack of all I trades. You know, I'm do. out there. You I'm know, useless. I can build a computer. <laughs> I can do that too. All right, you, you guys are lost too. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I try to do as much as possible to cut out the middleman and and to learn all these things myself because sure. I know this has come down the pike. This is going to be. I'm going to. I'm, I'm, I'm looking gonna... for someone to install a ladder up to my attic currently. Can you do that? Can I hire you? <laughs> Well, I there's a possibility we'll talk during the break. I might have to move a fire alarm though, so there's probably some electrical and code. Wait, stuff. You, don't, you don't own your house; you're renting, yeah, right? No, I own. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that during the break. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're all going to be stuck with this debt, but at least we are capable of of adapting, of learning new things. Whereas some of these kids, these trophy uh, every every kid gets a trophy. Kids, they don't know oh, how to yeah. do anything. I mean, yeah. they, can, they can change the you know, clock on the VCR. That is about it. Uh, that's one of the things about young people is they get a lot of credit for being all technologically sound, but they really don't know what they're doing. Like they may know how to use their phone, but they don't know anything about like the settings in the phone. They don't know like any of the actual like back end how yeah. things work. Yeah, I'm thinking about how like I just I just uh, plugged into the Wi-Fi when I moved when I you know got here to the studio this evening. Uh, back in the day. Fifteen years ago, that was an ordeal. It was, yes. You know, hooking so, up, hooking up to the to online. Whereas right now, all you have to do, your phone is already hooked, is already plugged, uh, is already installed right. that way. Yeah. Good so, luck getting one of these Xennials. Uh, yeah, I was having a conversation with my girlfriend, who's who's younger than me. Like yeah. she's actually uh, one is year she younger. She a Z or than a millennial? My, she would be millennial. Uh, just 80, at the 80, end, she's at the tail end. Eighty three yeah. is the the cutoff for X and Y. Uh, X and, yeah, yeah. She's it depends who you ask. Um, so uh, she. She's about uh, one year younger than my brother, who passed away, would have been. And I was having a conversation with her, you know, specifically because I remember, you know, going up with my brother about how this generation grew up with the opportunities to learn. They grew up with search engines and just, 
you know, I was kind of lamenting the fact that if I had had access to that amount of information when I was younger, I was one of these, you know, kids that wanted to learn mm-hmm. and just couldn't necessarily get access to the information. All you had was, was the like encyclopedia. Hard. Yeah. Hold, hold that thought. We can continue <laughs> on young people and technology and conflicts. We're coming up. Free time. Do you have a qualified plan, an IRA, 401k, or some other type of investment account? Would you like to learn how the ultra-wealthy take their retirement accounts and make them legally 100% tax-free? Have your money liquid and invest in literally anything you want to, completely tax-free with the blessing of the IRS. And no, it's not a Roth. Join us at dna.freetalklive.com for more details and your exclusive invitation to the free webinar on Tuesday at 8 p.m. Register now at dna.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. You dial in toll free. Bring in whatever you want here. 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. Coming up tonight, people who are addicted to Fortnite are filing a lawsuit against the company that made the game. We'll tell you about that on the way here. By the way, with you tonight, it's Ian. And Johnson. And Conan. Don't forget, you can join us online anytime you want we got archives. They go way back, all the way to 2006. Download as many of them as you want for free over at freetalklive.com. So feel free to do that. Uh, we were talking about secession and kind of young... We ended up talking about young people today and how, while on one hand, they're immersed constantly in technology. Like, if you see a young person, it's almost guaranteed. I mean, we're not old, right? Like, we're about 40s, early 40s here, late 30s. Um, so we're kind of zennials right between Generation X and the, the millennials. We're the, we're the transition from the, the skeptical X generation to the optimistic, idealistic millennials. Are they optimistic? Of, I've heard they're super depressed because they're all no, in no, debt. No, no, no. They, yes, the iGen, this this next crop, this next generation, they are the super depressed ones. The millennials are very optimistic. I thought optimistic. the millennials were the ones that were depressed. Not the ones I've seen. Yeah, well, the ones I've seen are. are. <laughs> the, there's been headlines recently. I mean, obviously, individuals are different, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not fair to talk about individuals when we're talking about generations, but there have been headlines recently about how Gen X and millennials are like super in debt and not so happy about it. But I guess they were saying the Gen Xers are less happy about it. So maybe the millennials are a little more optimistic. Mm-hmm. I really do. So I'm a huge fan of the the 80 year uh, generational cycle. You know, you have four generations every 80 years, and then there's a reset, mm. and then you have the same four generations that continue on. Uh, the boomers, just look, just look at all the all the millennials you know, and all the boomers you know. They are so similar, and then you've got us, and we're all uh, a little pessimistic. We're, we're always questioning authority, very skeptical about everything. And, and I would maybe, not maybe. say the boom, millennials and boomers are alike. I don't know, <laughs> and, and that's why they're always yelling. At, that's why they. That's why they hate each other so much because they're so they see similar. Each other, they see they're themselves. so similar. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, we have more in common with this next crop, these the actual depressed kids. With disease, these the poor kids that just they really know they don't really know what's going on, but they could feel it. The they, Zoomers, the Zoomers, the iGen, the, the snowflakes. Z. These poor guys, they don't know what's what what's really coming down the pike, but it's a feeling. And that's why they're yeah you know, these well I feel I, I feel so bad for them because they can't do anything hmm. so worthless well <laughs> but 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 they're gonna have to pick up the slack and they're gonna they're gonna figure it out but it's gonna be pain yeah eh. 
don't think anybody's going to have to worry about it. We're going to have AI by uh, You think the 20, robots are going to handle it? AI and uh, make people th- even more worthless at $1,000 yeah. a month or a year or whatever it is. <laughs> right? <laughs> the new Yang Andrew gang. Yang, Yang gang. Uh, so if you want to weigh in here, you can. Are we you know, on it with these generational discussions, or are we way off base? The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. But what I was saying was like, you've got these younger generations constantly immersed in technology. Like They don't look up from their phone when they're walking down the street. You know, They're constantly doing something on the phone, but they don't really you know. We really need heads-up displays. That's going to happen. Like, I mean, Google had Google Glass. Yeah, it's, well, those things are awful. It didn't work very well, from what I understand, but it's only a matter of time. Um, you know, they may, they'll probably have one that projects right into your retina yeah. or something like you that. You know, I'm, I yeah. was thinking about that because it's really going to suck whenever we start jacking in. You know, to really to really access the the, like the, 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 matrix. the, the world around us. Get your head jacked. Exactly. You know how hard it's going to be for us. Because we mean? do, because we do everything manually. I mean, it's like it's gonna just just think of your old granddad playing Atari with you at twenty yeah. six hundred or something. He couldn't figure it out. It's gonna be the same for us whenever the new I doubt some it. I new don't technology. Agree. I, you, <laughs> I you don't, don't agree. Th- you don't think you could jack in? I think your head is not wired right. I don't think you're you will be capable. But the new this new generation of depressies, they're probably know. gonna pick it right up, especially when they're playing their latest their latest games. I, all I do is game, man. I'm like, I, I, you know, I talk to people who are a lot younger. I'm like constantly on Twitch. I talk to people who are a lot younger. And how and much virtual like, reality, do you, reality did you play? It's all, th- it's all two D. Um, I want a virtual reality headset. It's just expensive. <laughs> I don't think cheaper. a lot. Of, I don't think a lot of people of that age, you know, uh, have you know the virtual. Reality I wonder what the demographics are. Yeah, I wonder what the demographics are of the virtual reality users because yeah. I did get a chance to try out the uh, the first version of Oculus. Which you know still has cables on it. Mm-hmm. That's got to go away. Uh, but uh, I was at Derek J's house actually. I think it was late last year. Or I mean, early I'd this love year. to be playing Beat Saber right now, you know, but I just don't have the uh, the rig. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had used like the Google Cardboard. Yeah, I've thing, got, and, like, I've got oh, a Google Cardboard cool. myself. You, you know, know, that's it's, like a gimmick. It's yeah. kind of cool. It kind of gives you a little taste of what it yeah. what it's like. But the Oculus is much more immersive. Uh, very very cool, and the games are fun. The ones that that uh, that I played, and yeah, this is and, still early. It's early it's, generation. It, yeah, exactly, it's still new technology, right. and it's still visual. I'm talking about actually jacking in. I know well, what you're yeah. saying. Our yeah. our brains are not wired. What do you to think? Re- ten years? Re- we can have ten more years before that happens. If we don't, if we don't bomb ourselves back to the Stone Age, yeah, which is which is possible. Is pretty optimistic, but maybe optimistic. Yeah. I would say at the very least, it's going to yeah. take ten years to get to that point because. You know, you've got to get. They're, they're getting it to the point where these uh, headsets can operate wirelessly now. You mm-hmm. know, where you don't have these tethers right, that are yeah. holding you to the machine. You have to have a, a a PC in something that's light enough to put on your head. Right, or yeah. the hardware itself can just go on your head, and right. that's what they're starting to come out with. Is just they figured out somehow to have like a wireless connection to the processing happening. Well, in no, a, they're in, starting to put. There was another. Yeah. There's another version of I think Oculus, which mm-hmm. unfortunately is owned by Facebook. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that is actually a self-contained unit that doesn't have to have a PC because that's one of the things right. that was holding people back. The first generation of virtual reality, and we're talking the more, more recent first gen, not like yeah. the '90s, but uh, the first generation of these sets. The the set itself was super expensive, like five well, six hundred dollars. You have to remember though that there's a trade off because you can have you can have these different levels of headset, right? So that Facebook one is 
low power. It won't be as right? good. It's not as good. Yeah. It's, you no, know, no, it's lower no resolution. It's, it can't but that's where it's in... going. Sure. That's where it's going. I'm just giving you the example of one yeah, of the yeah. reasons why it was cost prohibitive is not just because you had to spend $600 on the headset, right. but you also have to have a balls-to-the-wall computer, like a $2,000 computer, to do like with dual graphics, right? Because right. your graphics card has to send out two images, one right. for your left uh, eye and one for your right mm-hmm. eye. So it has to right. have twice the graphics uh, processing ability. So you had to have a real ballsy computer on top of that. So that's one of the main reasons. If they can yeah. get virtual, like a usable, entertaining form of virtual reality down to 300 bucks, where it's just all self-contained, you don't have any wires coming off, that's going to be the next adoption Oh, and keep in uh, mind, and, and it, has, it can't be anything you have to build because these kids don't know how to no. build anything. So it has to be all self-contained, <laughs> right. in the package, ready to go. Well, right. And they're they're making it easier, right? They're making yeah. it easier because... Like, At least before- for mainstream. I would suggest that, that that's not true of gamers. Yeah, I'm, so and I'm wondering... Gamers, if people who are like gamer gamers, they are PC builders. I mean, even younger kids, they know how to build the PCs. Really? really? But... Yeah, but not all sure? of them. But, not you're, all of them. but you're still talking about gamers. Yeah, not all of them, but a good Dude, portion of them. I knew a gamer who I was over at her house uh, a couple years ago, and her graphics card stopped working. It, her game wasn't loading, uh-huh. and I was able to help her solve the problem right. by updating her graphics driver. Right. Mm-hmm. She's a gamer. She didn't know, know how, how to, to do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I don't know if I buy it. Yeah. I, I think that a gamer may be more likely than the average, say, phone user right. uh, to be able to build their own computer. But I, I'm, I'm betting you that's still the yeah, minority Yeah, wait till you them. can't access your, your favorite game and you start learning things I real quick. I don't know. Quick. I've seen you know, girls and people on Twitch you know, that they, they don't know how to do that. Look, okay, they don't know how to change a, a graphics card. They literally go on Google, watch a YouTube video, figure it out, and then they have it solved in a couple hours. Like, I've read and talked to people who exactly something like that has happened to. Uh-huh. You know, they just go and watch a YouTube okay, video good. and then well, take glad, care of it. I'm glad to hear that they're able to do that. <laughs> Gives I mean, me a little just, hope for, yeah. for the yeah. future. I mean, so there is. I tend to agree with Conan, though, on this one. I think that they, uh, they're not particularly. I ad- think for mainstream adoption, I, I completely agree. I think I completely agree with for mainstream adoption, but I do think that there is still a contingent of people who I feel like the gamers, if you're a gamer in general, you're more hardware adapt with or hardware adept. If you're a PC computers. gamer, sure. Yeah, PC gamer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is, yeah. Which is and all you consoles out there, you suck. Yeah, console. Oh, yeah. don't be. That's don't be mean. <laughs> Stop being The only reason I'm playing Destiny Two right now because it's PC, and I can shoot you in the eyeball doing backflips, and you with your stupid little hand controller, <laughs> aiming with your thumb, whereas I'm aiming with a mouse and my whole arm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're you're talking specifically about first-person shooter Come games. There are ja- there's genre of gaming. There are genres of gaming where controllers are actually superior. Well, like let's get in. Players. Let's get into you mean, first like platformers person. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's get Pro into. Uh, to, well, you want to talk about that game? You've got a game of the uh, the week here. Tonight, we, could, we could talk uh, about that any time. We could talk That's about it after Fortnite. Well, we haven't done a game of the, way, <laughs> of the week in a while, so we're going to get to that. But yeah, there's Fortnite addiction. There's a lawsuit that's been filed. So let's get into that coming up here. Eight fifty five, four fifty. Free if you want to weigh in here. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You're invited if you want to join us on the radio. Coming up, video game addiction. Two young people, at least two of them, uh, are being represented in a lawsuit being filed apparently against the company behind Fortnite. What is Fortnite? 
Well, if you've been living under a rock for the last couple of years, you may never have heard of it. If you've got any young people living in your family, you probably have heard of it. Uh, we'll tell you a little bit more about that. And then coming up, uh, we'll stick on the gaming topic here a little bit as Conan has a game of the week. Uh, and since he's back, we actually haven't had a game of the week since Conan was last here, I don't <laughs> I don't think. So it's good to have you back here. Uh, by the way, HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com is where you can go to start taking cryptocurrency at your business, whether it's a physical location where customers come in and buy things, or maybe you're a service provider and you go to your customers and provide them with some sort of a service or product, and you want to collect with cryptocurrency like Bitcoin or Dash or Bitcoin Cash. The app that you can get from HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com, uh, the AnyPay Take Crypto app, it's super easy. It makes it really easy to accept cryptocurrency. You'll be up and running within moments. Just go to HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. If you're used to like credit card merchant processing and you know that's a huge hassle with applications and a lot of waiting and a lot of privacy invasion and not to mention fees, none of that applies to HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. You just go get started, open up an account. There's no jumping through hoops. There's no paperwork. There's no fees. You accept cryptocurrency. You keep 100% of the sale through HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. And their apps are available for iOS or Android. And you can also just use any old web browser as well. So you don't even have to use their app. It's pretty sweet. Uh, it's uh, HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. As we go to the story here from CBC News, the government news source there uh, in Canada reporting where a, a Montreal legal firm has requested authorization to launch a class action lawsuit against the widely popular video game Fortnite. A legal notice filed on behalf of the parents of two minors aged 10 and 15 likens the effect of the game to cocaine, saying it releases the chemical dopamine to the brain of vulnerable young people. Oh my God. Who can become dependent The next on thing play. that they will be banning is sex, reading websites, seeing things that they like. Uh, what else? Uh, you know, like, the, releases dopamine. Yeah, any, any, any positive experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can have the positive experiences, Johnson. You're just going to need to get a license first. Oh, and, right. And it okay. has to be approved by your betters. <laughs> Alessandra Esposito, one of the attorneys with Calex Legal, says, We dug into it and realized there was a strong case for it. Ms. Esposito Chartrand and her firm was contacted by the parents interested in suing the company for producing such an addictive game. Ugh, these are she, just ambulance chasers. She's for real. asking others concerned about their child's dependence on the game to come forward to join the class action suit. The authorization request was filed in Montreal court recently against U.S.-based Epic Games Incorporated and its Canadian subsidiary. Much of the suit is based on a 2015 Quebec Superior Court ruling that determined tobacco companies didn't warn their customers about the dangers of smoking. Huh? I've been to Canada, and it was a decade ago, more than a decade ago, and there are, like... It's hard to even get cigarettes in Canada. <laughs> like, if I recall correctly, they had those packs. And please correct me if I'm wrong on this, Canadians. I could swear the Canadians had those packs of cigarettes where they had, like, pictures of black lungs and, like, dead babies. <laughs> oh, God. And, it's, and when you open your pack up, it's like a cigarette from uh, Fifth Element where it's just like a – the filter is, like, three inches long. <laughs> And it's just got a quarter inch of actual tobacco. Well, to I smoke. didn't actually buy a pack of cigarettes there, but when you go oh, into the oh, store, oh, and they're and they're fifteen dollars a pack too. The other thing, when you went, when I went into the store, 
they didn't have them on display. It wasn't like in the U.S. where you can just walk in and see behind the counter. You had to get a book. Yeah, they're back there with the girly magazines behind the counter. <laughs> you, they're stored away. You yeah. had to. There was like a um, like a flip book, like a eight and a half by eleven sheets of you know paper mm-hmm. or whatever. You had to flip through. It's oh Marlboro. Okay, yeah, pack of uh, whatever. That's that was their display. So, I mean, it's not like, and they're saying here, this was a 2015 <laughs> suit. And then they, like, you, <laughs> you, you buy a pack of cigarettes from the flip book. The, uh, the cashier turns around, uh, flips open some latches on a drawer, yeah. comes out. They put on a yellow hazmat right. suit. Yeah. They, you know, like their vault opens. <laughs> they go in to grab, grab the cigarette. They come out with some tongs. They're holding it. That's probably Very what dangerous. it's like now. And everything is glowing. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably like that now. It's been 10 years since it's I've been to Canada. so silly. Terrifying. How is Canada on the whole vaping situation these days? I don't know. That's a good question. Are they trying to ban it too? Like we are here. In it the wouldn't States. surprise me. Uh, not we, the, the <laughs> knucklehead the, politicians, the nannies, the nannies. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if you're in Canada and you can answer the question. Uh, feel free to jump in here, or you can check CBC and see if they got any stories. But uh, so anyway, back to the the story about video games. The attorney says it's basically the same legal basis. It's very centered on the duty to inform. That multi-billion-dollar tobacco lawsuit is still playing out in court as the three implicated companies look to secure their creditor protection. Tobacco empires have been built over centuries, but Fortnite is proving to be a modern-day cash crop of its own. Epic Games is now worth billions of dollars, largely because of the game's success. And that success was built from extensive research and development that was aimed at creating an addictive game. Well, there's an addictive game that that's I play. Every, that's, by... that's every game out there. There's an addictive game that I play that's uh, under under Epic Games. Which one? Satisfactory. What is that? Um, it is a factory building game. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, that is constant. It's in early access. Like Sim so Factory, basically. I wouldn't call it a Sim game. It's more no. like a first person game, oh, which really? is surprising. Uh, but it's it's. Uh, like you uh, continually advance um, the materials that you're building with and mm-hmm. build more and more complicated machines. And uh, those allow you to then manufacture other more complicated things. And essentially the idea is that you are potentially working as a, you know, kind of an underling uh, for a much, much more advanced civilization. Hmm. Potentially. I don't know. I don't know. So the, the plot is it one is of those games where it's free to download, but then they monetize it inside the game? That's what they do with Fortnite. Cyber transactions. Um, no, you just pay for the game once. So you pay for it and then yeah. you don't have to keep pay- putting yeah. in. But it's the same company that makes the, makes the game. Well, it's on, it's only it's it's exclusive to the Epic's Game Store. Oh, okay. So, so maybe they're they're doing what Valve did and expanding out their store to where other yeah. companies can market through yeah. there. I see. So Epic Games, quote, according to the attorneys, when they created Fortnite for years and years, hired psychologists. They really dug into the human brain and they really made the effort to make it as addictive as possible. <laughs> They knowingly put on the market a very, very addictive game, which was also geared towards youth. When something is that dangerously addictive, said the attorney, it's company's responsibility to warn users of the risk, she said. Quote, in our case, the two parents that came forward and told, if we knew it was so addictive, 
It would ruin our child's life. We would never have let them start playing Fortnite. Man, we should ban schools under that that kind of qualification. Mm. School's are very not addictive. addictive. Sure, they're forced to be in there every day. They're yeah, but constantly it's not being exposed the, the to The opposite it. of addictive. Any sane child wants well, to leave. These adults clearly are addicted to it. It's harmful, right? And yet they're continually uh, subjecting these kids to it, so they must be addictive to this harmful behavior. It's harming their society, and yet they're doing it anyway. But right? Johnson, if we didn't have government-run schools, we'd be surrounded by stupid people. No, that's the exact opposite of true, though. Well, that's, yes. We are, in fact, being surrounded by stupid people because of government. It's true. is true. All right, there's more on the way here on this apparently 38-page lawsuit. Uh, The toll-free number here, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. If they get away with this, then look out every other software company in Canada because, as you pointed out, most games are pretty addictive. Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy or sell Bitcoin cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin cash. Local.bitcoin.com It is Free Talk Live. Fortnite lawsuit. It's happening in Canada. And uh, was that, that going to mean that it's going to uh, face such scrutiny in other places? Well, certainly if they can get away with this, as well as every other video game company that has any kind of uh, you know arm or subsidiary in Canada, they better start watching this real closely because you've essentially got a set of attorneys that figured that a a lawsuit that was successful, apparently, in 2015 against tobacco companies saying, well, you tobacco companies, you didn't give enough warnings. So you lose this lawsuit. You need to put more warnings out there because people in 2015 didn't know that cigarettes are addictive and dangerous. And that's what they're coming at. uh, the, The Epic Games, who's the company behind Fortnite, one of the most popular games on the planet, uh, for the last couple of years. If you want to weigh in here, you're welcome to. Have you been addicted to video games? Um, because addiction to video games goes way back. I mean, there have been people I can remember. Remember EverQuest back in the day? Did you ever hear about that one? Do I? Yeah. Were, were you hooked on well, that? Dungeons and Dragons before Dungeons? that, before video games. Was that as addictive? Dungeons and Dragons? Sure. Really? And people were killing each other too with swords. Yeah. And they were worshiping like, Satan and the whole night. Nah. <laughs> That's, that's what mythology. That's, that's what the, that's what the pastor told me. Okay, yeah. Don't play Dungeons and Dragons. It's demons. It's demons and devils, and the, you'll be killing your parents before yeah, you know it. Just like Harry Potter, right? Now, yeah. Well, look, I was never into D and D. That was never something I I did. Uh, maybe you guys have some experience with that, but uh, but I can't imagine it being as addictive as gaming. You don't have the immediacy, you know. With D and D, you had to like go and be with people, right? Like you yeah. had to go meet with people, and you had to you know get out the dice and get out you know the paper and the pen, and there was preparation and there was time that was spent. Whereas with Fortnite, you just plop down in front of the computer, or from what I understand, they even have like a phone version that a lot of kids uh, play. I saw something on uh, YouTube the other night where they were talking about how uh, it was you know, people who were our, our age, actually the mm-hmm. um, uh, video game nerd. Have you ever seen his channel before? Sure. I Ang- didn't watch it frequently, but I've heard of it. Angry video game nerd. They yeah. do like video game reviews. Um, they 
they have the angry video game nerd character, but then they have like their real guys that are behind the show that do just kind of gaming discussion. And they're talking about how a lot of young people specifically aren't playing Fortnite on the computer. They're playing a version of it on their phone. Mm-hmm. So they literally have it everywhere they go, which, of course, makes being addicted to something a heck of a lot easier. If you can pull it out in the back of your parents' car, if you can you know, sit down at the computer when you're home and play the full version or whatever, um, it's there constantly. Yeah, it, so. the, what these ambulance chasers have gotten correct is that, yes, these games are designed to, to reward the human brain, the, the human psyche, uh, with all the bells and whistles that really do they get you. And it, yeah, and it wasn't that prevalent in Dungeons & Dragons. I imagine this when, is it was just a, It was be... a lot more work involved. But I mean, when you, when you think about all of the tones and the sounds and the flashing lights and the whole nine, the reward system, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a reason why. I've seen people actually... Uh, uh, involved, involving themselves with these microtransactions, where they're actually getting back to the break room during work and they're dropping ten, fifteen, twenty dollars on a stupid pack or something. You've seen this happening. I've seen at it happen. Your with, workplace? At, at one of my old workplaces, uh-huh. I've I, I've seen it. I've seen them drop half of their paycheck on microtransactions. On but wow. I've also seen the same crew doing it on Magic: The Gathering cards. Okay. Where they'll go, they'll go buy a handful of packets up at the front yep. desk, and they'll come back to the break room, and they'll have an unveiling. <laughs> they'll have an opening, and they, and they'll all they want to get. Was this Walmart? Was this Walmart? This Walmart uh, uh, third shift. <laughs> and 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 there would be some guy would just he would fork out thirty bucks and he would buy just to see what was in the packs. He would buy. Well, I mean, he they they played they, play. they, they played play, every yeah. single evening, and they were good at it. I mean, they liked what well, they, they liked what they least, did. I I think all of us here have probably. I know you and I, Johnson, we played Magic the Gathering at some point in the past. Mm-hmm. Conan, have you ever played the game uh, P- on the PC and on the PlayStation? So you never played the actual card. <laughs> you've never played the actual physical card game. No, but I do sell them a lot on, on eBay. You sell them, okay. Well, at least with the card game, you actually get the cards. You know, you actually have. I mean, not that it's worth it. And a whole lot of cards that you're never going to use. You're never right. Yeah. I've still got Johnson's brother's cards sitting <laughs> up here on the shelves. I haven't done anything with them in however many Actually, years I do play. So I'm playing two games right now, and one of them is Phone uh, South Park Phone Destroyer. Mm, which okay. is basically a. I've heard about it. It's a card collection game. It's like it's it's like your your basic uh, Magic the Gathering, but it's. There's action involved. And so, other so, microtransactions. So, so you're collect. You can if you if you I want if you want to go you, that route. I wish I had say that you. I, I wish I could say that you had bought those cards for me, the Magic the Gathering cards in uh, crypto, because then it would be just embarrassing. <laughs> oh, I know that was a long time ago. I bought those. Because <laughs> then they, you know, then I could say, oh yeah, I sold that whatever card for, for a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I I I have played a lot of games in my time. Uh, with with these attachments, with these added bonuses, and I never, I don't think I've ever spent money on. Oh, a, I'm on insulted a, a, by microtransactions. I, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't, I just don't go that way. And, and, I, and I play be... a lot, and I play a lot of free games too. By the by, the way, the, the gaming industry would they, it would it would change overnight, or it would collapse if it was just Conan's running the show. Because <laughs> if you're the I only would, player, because I I wait for. I'm the guy on Steam who has yeah. my wish list full, and I won't buy a game till it's eighty percent off. Twenty bucks. Rockstar is no, going to get it, me it, again. I won't buy it unless it's eighty percent off. Yeah. I, I can tell you this, and I get games all the time. You just got to wait. You just got to sit there and wait. That's that's how. That's, oh, I'm patient like that too. Yeah, Rockstar Games is going to get me again. What, they got Grand me Theft with Auto no, they got me with Grand Theft Auto, yeah. and they're going to get me again with Red Dead Redemption. And that is when I say that they get me, it, they get me in that I want to play the game when the game comes out, right? So I buy it for the console that I have, yeah. 
And then they wait six months or whatever, and then they release it for the PC. And you want to buy it a second time? I, I do want to buy it a second time. Just because it's got better graphics? Well, not only that, but because uh, you know there's a different. There are two different audiences that play it on console and that play it on PC. So if you want to play with your friends, right, and you uh, have friends that are different friend groups that play it in different places. You know, for the, the long, the for- casuals are the ones that are on the uh, the the console, uh, and casuals are not so fun to play. With for kids. the longest time, I think the last game I played that was. Uh, PC slash console players was right. one of the Halo. I think it was the first Halo, and they yeah. did away with it because the PCers would just get in there and they would annihilate the consolers because they just <laughs> couldn't. You can't you can't compete with a guy with a keyboard mm-hmm. and mouse. You just yeah. just too there's just too much uh, finesse. Uh, but we might we, it, Destiny Two. They are actually looking into if you get your Bungie account set up where you can actually cross. Yeah, more and more games are are starting to finally enter this world of true cross platform uh, you know, cross platform yeah. uh, interconnectivity. Yeah, and and it's really I think it's it's really going to be mostly a boon for the the gaming industry. I, I think you know having people these communities because you know one of the things that makes these games last forever and ever and ever again is uh, is the modding communities right. and just having a community build up around a game in general keeps that game alive. Which is why PC. It's the law, you know, they're it's, still modding Doom games, after twenty five years. The thing is, is that a lot of these developers, a lot of these games with the microtransaction and all that, what they don't understand is that's extremely short sighted. Your game dies, right? And there's a this concept. Um, you know, anybody who's read a lot of marketing and, and online, you know, media stuff has probably heard of uh, Chris Anderson. Uh, Chris Anderson is a writer. He he wrote a book, uh, "Free: The Future of Radical Price." Um, he's written another book, uh, "The Long Tail," and a I've lot of people that. have heard of "The Long Tail." Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, "Long Tail" is you know essentially as the internet has become more and more popular, more and more niche markets have become are springing up because in you know, online and in economics in general, the long tail is where all the money is to be made. And that is that there's like the, basically this logarithmic graph of the popularity of something. And, you know, the way industries used to be built is around the hits, the mega hits, like music industry used mm-hmm. to be built around, you know, Chart one topics. or two songs, you know, one or two movies that would just be, they put all their money into it and focus it. And that's, you know, they get all their return out of it. Well, it doesn't work that way anymore. Um, now. Yeah, because yeah, everyone's doing it. So you have more competition and they, they're all trying to win. Exactly. And so they're just making a bunch of crap. So now where all the money is, is where you can get a community that exists for a long period of time in these much, much smaller niches and finding the correct niche to get enough attraction and popularity but also you get this huge spread of just a, a trickle you get a trickle of income over a very long amount of time and that adds up to a lot more well don't tell that to the uh, the Fortnite people because they've made a bunch of money in the first well, few years there's more coming up here now. 855 450 free like freedom that's 855 450 apex does 3733 <laughs> take control of the airwaves here on free talk It's Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free here. If you can put down the Fortnite, you can call in, that is. According to the Bunch lawsuit. Bunch of addicts out there. According to the lawsuit uh, in Canada, they're going after Epic Games saying Fortnite's addictive and they didn't have the appropriate warning labels. And I guess they want an on-screen warning or something. I'm not sure exactly what's going to come out of this, but it doesn't sound good. With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian... 
And Johnson. And Conan. Also, I want to make sure you know about Liberty.menu. If you're a liberty-minded person, an individual who rejects the initiation of force and agrees to abide by the ethics of the non-aggression principle, you really ought to have the things that you do listed over at Liberty.menu. Maybe you've got a business. Maybe there's an event that you're involved in creating. Perhaps you're a digital content creator and you want people to know, people who care about freedom, that is, to know what you do. Well, that's what Liberty.menu is all about. It's about bringing new people to your business who also care about freedom. You can go to Liberty.menu to get signed up and get started. You can use code FTL on your user profile and get a free Talk Live listener badge. And it's a free site, so you can list all the things that you're doing and get some free exposure for no cost. Now, you can upgrade and you know promote your site a little bit further than the other ones on the site. But again, by itself, the site is free to use. So get started over at Liberty.menu dot menu 38 page request of authorization filed in court in canada in montreal court uh this just last week according to the attorneys there they're using a a court case that had previously been successful against tobacco companies where they were being found to have not been warning labeled up enough so without enough warnings people are just having they're just making a mistake according to these parents here they said the parents involved in this case two young people aged 10 and 15 uh are the plaintiffs here the parents said we would never have let them start playing Fortnite, or at least we would have monitored it a lot close more closely if we'd known it was so addictive that it would ruin our child's life <laughs> how's that surgeon general warning on the pack of cigarettes actually stopping nicotine uh, abuse well, they're just saying they need to have bigger warnings, more warnings. You know, it's not big enough, which is why they started putting like dead babies on cigarette packs. And has that actually halted the sale of uh, cigarettes? I don't know. Uh, Chartrand, the attorney, was unable to say how much money her firm is going to be seeking or when the judge will rule on the request. Fortnite is a free-to-download game that earns much of its revenue through in-game purchases. Players can upgrade their characters by purchasing outfits, accessories, and access to certain levels. Epic Games did not immediately reply to a request for comment, although their company's terms of service does include a class action waiver provision. You know, when you install all this software that you install these days and actually every day in the past where these software terms of service come up, you guys read that stuff, right? Oh, of course. I've seen, um, was the South Park, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of it anymore. What, did they make fun of terms of service? Oh, you better believe they did. No one reads it. (laughs) Right. Well, apparently in the terms of service here, there's a class action waiver, meaning that you give up the right to go to court. So you're agreeing to arbitration, basically, if, uh, you know, if you have some sort of dispute. But the attorney... (laughs) That's right. It was the uh, sent iPad. Oh, yeah. Sent iPad. (laughs) (laughs) The attorney said that those terms of service don't stand up in court in Quebec because the province's Consumer Protection Act requires company to clearly disclose risks associated with products or services. Epic Games is also facing legal action in California, and she expects more cases will be launched Elsewhere, the most recent version of the game, Fortnite Battle Royale, has more than 125 million players worldwide. So, uh, I want to know what types of damages have these kids suffered? Well, yeah, they don't get into exactly how their lives have been ruined. The mother d- did say that her child's life was ruined. So they're 15 year olds. Or 10. They There's prob- a 10 and a 15 year old. They don't. They don't like we've talked about these. This generation doesn't do anything. They know how to look at their. <laughs> yeah, screens. what are they missing out on? Exactly. Maybe they. Maybe they made a whole. Maybe they got a hold of mommy's credit card and made a whole bunch of transactions or something. You better believe it. 
or maybe they, or maybe they're hugely obese and they're just sitting there and they've got diabetes Could and they just they're wasting away. Who knows? But I don't know. My guess would be that uh, the, the, to go the other route, not not what they're running towards, but maybe what are they running away from? Their own parents, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Maybe they're escaping something. Well, why do we... Oh, wait, what, what are you trying to say, uh, Johnson? Because we all three are heavy gamers. Are we, are I'm we not trying heavy to, at all. Yeah. Are we trying to I escape reality? I wish, I could, play I, I wish I, could, I could play more games. And, and yeah, absolutely. It's been months for me. I haven't played a game in months. Yeah, for me, absolutely. It's an escape from reality. And it's, it's for me, I also play a lot of puzzle games. So it's, you know, like literally... Mm-hmm. I just... It's, you know... Escaping boredom <laughs> for me. Um, I don't have, I guess, enough. Uh, you know, I, I, there just aren't a lot of tasks that keep me very interested. You know, and it's like, well, that's one that does. You know, and it, but I'm not really playing. You know, like Fortnite. I, I kind of grown out of the the mindless first person shooter. I require. Um, extremely complicated games now. You need more brain I'm actually stuff. games nowadays are like outstanding like i've I've been playing games like uh oxygen not included and satisfactory and same and like the level of science to some of these games now that like requires some background knowledge is they're awesome they're so complicated it's ridiculous uh you were telling me you were really getting into the oxygen not included which was like super like lots of options and controls and stuff yeah yeah extremely complicated these games are like huge amounts of game time just to get like competent <laughs> did i hear you wow. mention roguelites before uh yeah so i have played a little uh risk of rain too but i, I you know not not for uh, a long time risk of rain is like a you know a, a, a really popular uh new roguelike and, game. The, and by the way for the for the listeners this is a type of game where it basically resets every time you play you can't you don't yeah. save your character yeah. and you're able to carry <laughs> yep. i don't like them oh I, really I is like- this an online game the roguelite is is a type of game. Yeah. Is it a one-player game? It's more like the old Atari games where you played every time you reset the game. you got to leave it on if you want to pick up yeah, where you left yeah. off, basically. Correct. That's annoying as or hell. Or when you die, that's it. It's, so it's an Iron Man type of game. I see. Yeah. And I don't like it. I actually like to, you know... Save your progress. Save my progress. I like to collect... You know, I like to have yeah. that. That's, that's yeah. an option that See, I like. See, I'm the opposite I'm, from you, Johnson, as far as like complicated games. I like my games simple because yeah. I don't want to spend a bunch of time getting into a game because what will happen <laughs> is... I've watched you uh, getting massively frustrated solving, solving some of the Doom puzzles. <laughs> what will happen is I will uh, get into a game and then I have to put it down for like months yeah. because yeah. I just won't want to spend more time on it and then i'm like okay how do i play this game again where was i (laughs) that's and that's exactly a lot of what was being said while you were trying to solve some of these like damn it which way did i go where was that (laughs) right i've got to go back here okay i think it was over here straight through if i don't play it like day after day (laughs) i'll lose whatever ability i had to play and i'm the exact opposite i like games where i actually have to go online and find some forums and some (laughs) guys you would like the games that i play just so i I can min max my character because I like to build, you know, just epic characters, and, mm-hmm. and I like to see. All right, well, how do you do that? What's the best stats I need to, you know, involve this character in? And uh, and 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 I usually don't finish a game until I uh, until I feel like I have developed the the uber character. So I don't necessarily have to beat the last boss. It's just I, when I get to a point where I'm just slaying. But how are mm-hmm. you? T- so you sound like you're describing two RPGs, and I'm not a fan of RPG games. I love RP- RPGs. Yeah, see, I, I don't like RPGs because a lot of what I find in RPGs, and this is weird because I have to I have to 
like I guess temper this statement, but I would say that a lot of RPG games I've found that there's a lot of grinding to just yeah. doing repetitive tasks to uh, up your character stats to you know and it, just to get to the next stage you have to do all these meaningless boring fetch, things fetch, frankly fetch quest quest yeah, fetch fetch quest in the same time but then well, they're all meaningless I mean all, all it, games exactly. are just ways for you to Even pass time but, but I mean meaningless I mean they're like they're kind of menial and boring they're not interesting there's not they, in other words the developers didn't put that much time into them hmm. to, to even doing that and I would say that to a certain extent that's true of RPGs but I have to temper that statement because I actually really like the Assassin's Creed games mm. like a lot and actually even recently again I mentioned Red Dead Redemption and there's a little bit of that in those but I feel like their side quests in those games are not as one dimensional as a lot of the RPG game quests are in that you know the uh, every little side quest in the Assassin's Creed games for the most part has a little mini storyline in it. It's mm. like you're solving something like this person's like, oh, this, you know, was taken from me. This, you know, this was stolen. Go, you know, get these, you know, get it back for me. But there, there's like variety to it. And it kind of feels the same way with the uh, the Red Dead Redemption games, kind of the same kind of thing. Do you buy anything in these games with microtransactions? No, never. Have you, have you, Ian? No. All right. I, that's three of us. I have never purchased this, uh, a microtransaction ever. It, it, I, it, I, it's I, generational. I've read an article that I says see them and I don't even notice it. And by the way, this I am the same way in the store. I have never, I don't think I've ever bought an impulse item up at the register. Ever. I bought some beef jerky more than once. I will at, say, uh, I, I have <laughs> I spent on microtransactions once in um, in a phone game. Um, oh, really? I was playing Fallout Shelter uh, by Bethesda. Ah. And I did spend a little bit. But it's, it's such a small... Mic- I mean, it was such a microtransaction. Yeah. It's like 50 cents or a dollar or something like that. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll the toll-free number here is 855-453. I will say this. Before microtransactions became a thing, I did do some... DLC downloadable content yeah. for one of the fallouts a long time ago. Um, but that's like extra levels and things like mm-hmm. that. It's yeah. not quite the same. Sometimes I'll do that up front. More coming up. Uh, hour three's next. It's Free Talk Live. Chronic pain, stress and anxiety, fatigue or lack of focus, dependence on opioids or opiates. John Bush here, owner of Brave Botanicals, inviting you to try a free ounce of Kratom, the controversial plant remedy the government doesn't want you to know about. Why, you ask? Well, it's big competition for big pharma. From grandmothers cutting Oxycontin to keep up with their grandkids, to young adults kicking Adderall and quitting drinking, more Americans are turning to Kratom to help them through the day. But the government won't stop us. When the credit card companies kicked Kratom to the curb, I accepted e-checks and crypto. When Facebook shut down my ad account, I did podcast interviews and advertised on Free Talk Live. And now to give a big F you to the man, I'm giving away Kratom for free. To get your free ounce of Kratom, go to freeounceofkratom.com, pay $5 shipping and handling, and I'll send you a free ounce. Visit freeounceofkratom.com to claim your free ounce today. That's freeounceofkratom.com. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. We're doing a little bit of uh, pop culture gaming discussion here tonight, and uh, it's appropriate because the three of us are, well, pretty much we're all gamers to some extent or another. I It's one of those things I wish I could spend more time on, and I suppose I could, but then I would be putting off more productive things, and I always feel kind of bad about that. Um, so I, I haven't even done a game stream in... I don't know, since before the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Maybe I did one in August or something mm-hmm. like that, but it's it's been months uh, since I've, I've done that. 
Um, but, you know, we live in a world today and sometimes I think, well, are we talking too much about games here on, you know, this talk show? But this is a new, you know, this is like people who are adults now are gamers from way back. We and, are we are the demographic. Yeah. I mean, it, it keeps the, the age range keeps growing as right. we age. So, yeah, it's like 40, 41. The money demo or whatever, right? Like, no, I don't know if we're the money demo, but we're the actual, we, we actually are the players. Well, Wait, plus, what's the most subscribed channel on YouTube? PewDiePie. Oh, right. Hello, gamers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but isn't you his? Know? Yeah, but I bet you his audience is younger. Uh, well, he always calls them nine-year-olds. Yeah, but uh, because because I think that the watching other people play games thing is a younger person's thing for the most part. Like kind of in the same way that we don't do the yeah. microtransactions, but younger people do. I think a lot of the people that watch people play video games are also younger. They grew up with YouTube and things like that. We didn't. And watching gaming is like a whole industry. That's why say, Twitch though, exists. So I've been, you know, really getting into Twitch just to explore because I'm like, what is now this? You're a streamer. Well, I was. I mean, I kind of, yeah. I mean, I've come and gone from this kind of streaming thing because mm-hmm. I just, you know. So you're exploring it as a viewer? Wise. Yeah, I, I was doing both, right? Because mm-hmm. it, to become a streamer, right? I wanted to know, like, okay, what are what's they going on? What's everybody yeah. doing? Like, I really it wanted to get into and investigate this, this yeah. sort of, uh, this phenomenon, right? There are a surprising amount of people that are actually older and that are our age mm-hmm. or, you know, in that are that watching spectrum. or streaming that are watching. Mm-hmm. How do you know? Uh, because they'll, they'll mention their age mm-hmm. and they'll talk about it. And they're, you know, people, you know, it's just, it's a huge spectrum. Um, and it depends. I think it depends on the age of the streamer as well, like who's streaming and, yeah. you know, because they relate to everyone, you know, everyone gets a different community. Right. Yeah. And it depends on what, what the streamer is trying to accomplish. But I do think that the larger channels do tend to skew younger. Um, and I do think they also have to be like if they're streaming for safe, you know, safer content. Right. Because there are a lot of streamers out there that are doing some crazy stuff. It's been in the news, you know, like where there's been these dramatic kind of like you know, uh, you know, the JJ shots that have happened on, <laughs> you're, on you're talking certain about streamers uh, and certain <laughs> streamers uh, throwing their animals over their shoulder, just doing yeah. crazy, obnoxious, like, what are you doing? You know, Johnson like, is referring to the Twitch thoughts. Yes, there's uh, yep, several different Twitch thoughts who, that over there. Who, but there's also, who don't really play games, but they kind of do every now and then. But it's all about the boot, super, it's all about boobs. Super hot, so they get it's all about the booty. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's about, doing, it's about doing yoga. Twitch uh-huh. itself, you know, like okay, so for example, there's a, a, a famous uh, Twitch streamer, uh, or was formerly Ninja, who moved who this moved year mm-hmm. to, to a Microsoft platform. To Microsoft platform, and and his channel, like uh, you know, wasn't shut down, and so there was some stuff. I guess somehow Twitch was either accidentally or intentionally advertising pornographic content somehow on his channel, to which was which specifically isn't allowed geared, on Twitch. Yeah, which is specifically geared towards. It's not allowed, but it happens all the time. If they're, well, yeah, they're going to shut you down, if if they well, you. unless they're unless they are making a lot of money off of you, and then they'll they'll slap you right. on the they'll wrist, shut uh-huh. you down, and you'll be shut down it for a week. It just might take a couple of weeks or months, you know. And meanwhile, these people are using you know throwaway accounts. You know, I have noticed in the in the last year. So I I watch a lot of YouTube, like everyone does. A lot of the new a lot of the new uh, content providers that I have started watching are Twitch gamers. Except they really don't do that anymore. They 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 show a lot of their footage uh, during their YouTube videos, but they're actually they're talking politics. They're talking about really? uh, you know the 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 the, the culture. 
so I, I I do find that interesting. So a lot of and I don't know what age these guys are. I think they're probably older millennials, uh, late mm-hmm. Xers. I mean, w- one thing that I've learned about Twitch is that you're not going to really accomplish anything on Twitch if you're just getting on Twitch and trying to start and build something up. For the most part, unless you think the time has passed for extre- that. Yeah, I think so. Like unless you're an extremely attractive female, right? Right, or. Uh, You've got you're really really entertaining like naturally like yeah. you're naturally really entertaining and you're not you have just, to be in order you're not to just playing games above. you you're not just playing games you're like really engaging personality wise mm-hmm. but I, I even think even that still would be a massive struggle over what you could do which is take those exact same talents and apply them towards you know making a more curated shorter series on a platform that is discoverable like. YouTube or even uh, Twitter, you know, and using Twitter's video or, you know, any other platform where there actually is search and recommendations, mm-hmm. which Twitch doesn't have. Really? And in Twitch, until Twitch solves, I mean, Twitch just, it's kind of like a well-known fact amongst Well, you can search for like the that. game you want to see on Twitch. Yeah. Right? And then you can scroll for like And then it orders by popularity. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's by popularity. And if that game is at all popular and you're just trying to get started on You'll Twitch, be at the forget on the it. list. Yep. You can't and, and, I, and I agree with Johnson completely. And this is why I don't watch Twitch streams and I don't, and I am not a streamer because I couldn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't play a game and have a conversation with the audience at the same time. It's hard. I am. Yeah, I get is. into it. I get involved. I I go Rain Man. Well, and here's the thing too. If <laughs> I mean, you're I new, I, the same way if you're I'm... new, right? If you're a new streamer, you're not having a conversation with anyone. There's you, no one there. There's no one there. Well, you're, you're gotta... having a conversation with no one. Yeah, but your videos are uploaded for what two weeks or something. That's it. Yeah. And then yeah, that's gone. it. Unless and then you unless gone. you turn around and, and upload them to YouTube. At, you yeah, uh, which you should do. Yes. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you I, should, you I actually edit looked them. into it. I actually looked into it, yeah. and I because I I'm not a horrible gamer, and I yeah. you know I'm, but I'm just not entertaining as a as a host. Yeah, and game well, at the same time. You might be. I mean, if you spent you, and again, it's I think it's about you should go and spend time actually watching some smaller streams and seeing what they do. You know, like what these people do. Not not the big time streamers because there becomes a level right. So Twitch is actually really unique and interesting as a platform. Because of that interactive in, interactivity with the community, that's where Twitch actually shines. But there's this in between middle ground, right? Where there's this, it's like the long tail, right? You have a few streamers that are huge, right? And These are celebrities. Yeah, it's a very small audience, you know, in terms of. And I don't mean that, I don't mean they were celebrities before you know before they started streaming like yeah. Kanye or something like that. But they became well, there celebrities. Are some Andy Milanakis, I, I thought thought it was kind of amusing that uh, Andy Milanakis is on there. He, I remember hearing about on, him previously. Yeah, but. he used to be on uh, MTV. He did this very strange show. He's kind of a comedian. But what I mean is the people rapper. like the people like the Ninja that you mentioned. These yeah. folks who created their celebrity by becoming these po- popular streamers. There's actually a really interesting article at Kotaku. They got in early. Right. And for whatever reason, they were good at it. Yeah. Right. Because if you aren't that interesting to watch, no one's going to watch you. If your right. reactions aren't good. That's why yeah. I was like, what's the deal with PewDiePie? Why is he the number one channel on YouTube? I think it's because of his reactions. Yeah, I sure. think he's got like these really expressive, ah! you know, yeah. like really reaction. He kind of... He's a storyteller. See, too, I don't know. Right? I've never really watched much yeah. of him, but the, the little bits I've watched have always been him doing ridiculous yeah. reactions. And uh, and of course the interacting with the stream yeah. viewers is important as well. But I think what you're saying is oh, that's, once you get that's to a, a whole level, other element. Actually looking at your chat while right. you're playing the game yep. and having a conversation with them. So they got three things going on. Well, yeah. right. But once you get to a certain level of uh, popularity, you that's can even possibly saying. read the chat. Yeah. 
And that's yeah, what yeah, it's saying. It's, it's going there's by that, a there's miles that a curve. If you're only watching the big streamers, right, which is a very small, like there are like thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of stream people streaming on Twitch at any it's given moment. Millions, I think. I, th- I thought I've heard that it's like a couple million streams. I think that may be true in a month, but I mean, at any Maybe. given moment, there's probably like thirty or forty thousand. That streamers sounds at least true. At, yeah, yeah, right now, yeah. right? Like, and of those. Maybe a hundred of them are big, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so the rest of them, you know, only have a couple thousand followers, if that, or a couple sure. hundred followers. And those, they still have huge chats. You right. know, like people are interacting in those chats. And it's worth watching those small ones because the bigger ones, again, once they get to the point where they can't even interact with their chat anymore, it's just thousands of messages flying by at a speed you can't right. even read at. They do whatever they want. They do whatever they want. And it's not. They're not interactive anymore. They're not really what Twitch was made for anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely think it's worth checking out the smaller streamers to see, you know, how they are. Because that's, I think, half the fun of Twitch is the article, it's interactive. Yeah, you'd really like this article at Kotaku. It's fairly recent. It's about the recent Twitch cons. So they have, like, a convention yeah, that mm-hmm. they go to. And it kind of talks about, like, you know, how these big stars behave yeah, when they're okay. around all these fans or whatever right. do they hide behind like in the secretive areas for the stars or do they come out we're coming up here in moments this is Free Talk Live. You bring up whatever you want here. Toll-free number 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. Actually, some uh, calls came in here. We're going to go right to those phone calls. But first, I do want you to know about local.bitcoin.com. It is a global trading platform that actually respects your privacy. That's really one of the things that sets it apart. Now, one of the other things that sets it apart is it's exclusive to Bitcoin Cash. You can buy or sell Bitcoin Cash with dozens of payment methods. But most importantly, there's no identification requirements to join the site, to create an account. You don't have to show ID. There's nowhere to actually put any information about ID anywhere into your profile. Uh, So they don't want to know who you are. It's none of their business. And they don't even want to know what you're saying between the buyers and the sellers. That communication, those communications are encrypted on local.bitcoin.com. Now, you can allow an administrator to read them if you opt into that. So if you need like a dispute to be solved with a buyer or seller, then you can do that. But by default, it's encrypted. So check it out at local.bitcoin.com. You can get started trading Bitcoin Cash. Let's go to Mike. He's in Gold Bar, Washington, listening to KBKW. Uh, Hello, Mike. You're on Free Talk Live. Hi, you guys. Um, I I have to admit, I've made it to level three. I've never saved the princess, so I'm not a gamer. (laughs) But I have a buddy that lives in front of this giant television. He spent five years in prison, and he's literally spent about seven years afterward, maybe more. And he watches this guy that wears a pirate hat. He's a gamer. I have no idea who he is, but it's kind of funny to me because I just am like more into gardening and Mm-hmm. you know going out and social so i'm just not a gamer um but uh the shooting in texas the most recent one where the six-year-old boy lost his mother to someone that didn't obviously follow any protocol the police should follow i'm just wondering how the story would go if the lady that raised her blind seeing something in her window because you know if you're in a lit room and you look out into the dark out a window there's glare you're not going to know what what would have been like if she pulled the trigger and i don't know what story this is what is the the story you're referring to that where the police officer was brought called 
for a health and welfare because their mm. door was open at 2.30 in the morning. So a neighbor called, and it turned out that there was a 26-year-old mother of a 6-year-old playing um, World of Warcraft, I uh -huh. think it was, with her little boy. The officer, instead of going to the door and saying, hey, it's officer-friendly, we're just doing the health and welfare, your neighbors are concerned, he snuck around the house somehow. And she either heard him or saw his flashlight. She grabs her nine, pulls the window up to surprise him, and he kills her. Mm. Oh, mm. my God. He okay, so hold on. Him. So he she was it. spooked because somebody, somebody was creeping, in this case a cop, outside of her windows. Yes. She pulls her exactly. gun because she's spooked. She wants to protect herself and her child. And then the officer yes. says, oh, we got a we got a live one here and just blasts her. Right. And all, wow. he, and all he did, according to all the mixed news stories, is yell, put your hands up. And then he shot her because he was God. carrying a gun. And, and this was I Texas? He has man this is in and I just hope for this officer's sake that he is man enough to step up on in the courtroom and say, I really, really, really messed up. No, there's no way he'll and, say that. And no. just make well, it better. You, you know what I mean? Because they're making it like maybe she did something wrong. Something yeah, that's the way they want to make it. Hold on there. This guy, was, this guy very, was charged with murder. That doesn't mean yeah, he'll be convicted. I think he, should, I think he should be man enough to just say, I'm so sorry. You know, I did this. I was wrong completely. Hang me. Do something. But I just wonder how it would have went if she shot him. And I think she had every right to do so. Yeah. So far, it sounds like she was legally possessing the firearm. Well, she probably and didn't just, have a right to shoot him because she didn't know what she was looking at, right? Like she just had a gun and she heard some noises that's outside. That's true. That is true. But so you, know you don't just get the you don't get the right she, to just start blasting at every uh, errant noise from exactly, outside your window. But you know what I find the most interesting is she was actually the main chain restraint under the circumstances, and the trained and the professional yeah. was not able to maintain restraint. And now we have a child that's missing his mother. Wow. Well, considering what happened with Amber really, Geiger, it's really a shame. That's all. You know, we anyway, might. That's all I had to. I, that's all. Thank you, Mike. Gentlemen. Thanks for the call. Back I would really appreciate hearing from you. Thanks for game. thank you. To, <laughs> thanks for bringing that to our attention. Con considering what happened to Amber Geiger and that she got ten years, at least she got something. This is the cop who shot the dude in his own apartment that she thought was her apartment that she drunkenly barged into. That she supposedly thought was her apartment, yeah. which is what she claimed. Well, I mean, she and was it, supposedly pretty wasted. And it wasn't some kind of love spat or something. Yeah. And she was just mad at the guy or who, whatever. I mean, but anyways, she did get 10 years. She I did. Mean, but uh, that's that, unusual, Conan. Well, the I mean, this is, this is a very similar situation, uh, except it, it actually it's a very similar situation. Uh, and there's been a ton of situations like this over time where cops have killed innocent, peaceful people. And times are changing. I don't people, know, man. People, people, I are hope you're right. people are getting woke to, I, this, to this type I of I think it was a fluke. I think Geiger was a fluke. I don't think you're going to see a series of Geiger-like convictions anytime soon. Well, I mean, let's, I want to. Let's, let's I watch this. I, I, I think that it is changing. I, I think it really is. I, I, I hope you're right, and that I'm wrong about this. But I don't see it. I don't see people. Yeah, there, there are too many blue line supporters out there with their flags in they, their front yards. Yeah, man. They've still got cops it on. The, can't, cops can't do wrong. I mean, it's uh, support right. your local cop, support your firemen, support your teachers. They that can do said, no wrong. Give all trophy. You are right, though, Conan. That uh, it is harder now for police departments to hire people. This because, is true. So, we have, we're we're seeing it right here yeah. in Keene. They have a they have a lot of openings, and they can't figure out mm -hmm. why they can't find the folks. And it's, they 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 talk about it's kind of a rural kind of a situation. That people, ain't it. People don't want to <laughs> move here, and I'm like, no, no, that's not it at all. You look at your drug war. 
You look at what these cops are spending most of their time doing, and a lot of them are wising up and like, I don't want any part of that. Yeah, well, maybe people have figured out they don't want to actually have to arrest their friends for things that you know didn't actually harm another person. I had one of the cops who is part-time at the college here in town. He's the chief of police in one of the, re- the, the towns that are in the region. I mm-hmm. forget which town it is. But we had a conversation a couple of years ago about this, and he told me that he's having trouble finding people to hire, not on the college campus, but in his police department. And this is just, you know, like a small town police department, probably one of the easier places uh, to work. But nope, it's difficult to find people who are willing to and, and be I'm, a cop. And, and I am perfectly okay with that. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. Let's go to uh, Robbie. He's in Albuquerque. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Robbie. Oh. Hi. Hello. You're on the air. Hi. So um, I just want to talk about, like, you know, the current state of YouTube. Like, how do you guys feel about that, you know, since you guys are YouTubers yourself? Well, when you say the current state of YouTube, do you mean like the policies that YouTube is handing down, the demonetizations, yeah. things like that? And just like what's what's popular, you know, like the upcoming the upcoming boxing match between KSI and Logan Paul. I don't know what that is. Is <laughs> that a name drop? Is this sports? Because I, I, I don't think any of us are sports ballers. Hold on, Robbie. We'll we'll bring you back here in, in just a moment, which the funny thing is there's actually two two callers named Robbie on hold, and they're both in New Mexico. So uh, YouTube is hmm. YouTube is everything. Every Everything is on its way out eventually. Uh, even Bezos has come you out. You think YouTube's Amazon. peaked? YouTube is, uh, yeah, it's going out. Twitter will be, it'll, it'll have its day. It's had its day. It'll be, it'll be replaced by something else. What's going to replace YouTube? There are lots of options out there, lots of people who are trying different formulas and uh, that are more uh, uh, supportive of free speech, which YouTube is not. That's true. Um, and a lot of people who have been demonetized and or banned have gone elsewhere. There's more coming up here in moments. Uh, the toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. You can bring up what you want. We can talk more about the state of YouTube, one of the world's largest. Divi is crypto made easy. Anyone can use Divi to securely and seamlessly spend, earn, store, or exchange digital money, the U.S. dollar, and euros. Divi is fast. Transactions happen in seconds with fewer fees. While other altcoins are languishing, the Divi price has risen substantially against BTC. Now's the time to make a switch to Divi or make your start with cryptocurrency with Divi. Visit DiviProject.org. Divi is crypto made easy. Plus one click master notes. DiviProject.org. Again, DiviProject.org. Free Talk Live. You dial toll free. We're talking about the world of the state of technology, actually. Caller calling in about uh, YouTube and, you know, their ever-changing set of rules and algorithms makes it even more difficult for independent channels to even be found. Now they're promoting things like CNN and other mainstream uh, so-called journalism. With you tonight, by the way, you've got Ian here. And Johnson. And Conan. Uh, Johnson, by the way, uh, folks can go over to your website, libertyminded.com, and they can order official Free Talk Live merchandise. And LRN.FM merchandise. This is true. Um, Also, really cool, liberty-friendly t-shirts. I should say (laughs) LRN.FM merchandise. One one item. (laughs) Would that be a merchandise? Merchandise, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) It's not merch. Merch. Uh, The the t-shirt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also, the only T-shirt to have ever existed. Also, probably logo. the most anti-cop T-shirt in existence. 
There's some good stuff there. Uh, you definitely <laughs> want to check it out. It is getting to be a holiday season here, so you're going to start oh, thinking about God. gift giving. Oh, yeah, that's when it really kicks in. If you know a liberty-minded person, you're going to love libertyminded.com. So get over there and find something you think they would like, because they probably will. Um, also, discounts on hoodies, right? Yes, that's right. That's yeah, happening now. a sale going on for hoodies, and uh, yeah, Very that's, good. that's where it's at right now. LibertyMinded.com. Check more out there as we go back to the phones here. Robbie in Albuquerque, you were calling about the state of YouTube. Uh, there's, a, you know, there's a lot of things that YouTubers would say about this. Many people are disappointed. They've been demonetized, for instance, or partially demonetized, and it's made... A lot of people who were making a living at YouTube stop making a living at YouTube. Uh, was that what you were referencing, or did you have something else in mind? Robbie? Maybe we lost him. Robbie going once. Robbie going twice. Let's try the other Robbie. This is a different Robbie, also in New Mexico. This one watching on dlive.lrn.fm. Go ahead, Robbie. Uh, hey, this is the real Robbie. All right. <laughs> the real Robbie. Will the, will the real Robbie still please stand up? I'm my phone lines, I swear. Um, well, he's talking about YouTube. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think this whole YouTube thing's a, a bunch of malarkey, I think. Really? But, uh, it's not going to last, you know. What is going to happen? I mean, YouTube YouTube's is. got an incredible amount of steam. You know, they built it up over time. It's it's the number one video platform, probably by far, uh, on the planet. I mean, what is going to replace it? It's not going to be Twitch. That's just live streams. Well, YouTube is the number two website in the whole internet. Yeah. And I don't think anything can replace it, um, which is only going to make the whole problem worse, you know, and no one uh, being a competitor. Uh, YouTube's going to do whatever they want. They're going to censor us. Uh, you know, they're going to keep us. Uh, they're going to hide us. Uh, nobody. And there's going to be no new people. And, uh, you know, that's, that's going to be our own shame. I, f- I see your frustration, Robbie. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate it. The toll-free number here, 855-450-FREE. Robbie is uh, you know, possibly uh, you know, a visionary about YouTube. I mean, well, when you think about it, right, even though YouTube has about $4 billion in annual revenue, right, and you say that's the largest website, how much do you think it actually made this year? Did they lose money? Oh, they've lost $750 million a year. Really? Oh, yeah. YouTube is a huge money sink. What? Yeah. Were they ever profitable? Nope. Hmm. YouTube has never been profitable, not once. So well, how, it's been subsidized? Yeah, by Google. It's been being subsidized <laughs> since its inception. I had no idea. Well, hold on now, because isn't Uber in the same boat? Yes, in the same Uber boat? is also a money let loser. Let me make sure that I'm, I'm you know, let me make sure that I I'm can't not, believe that, if I, that's I true. I do. I believe YouTube has never been profitable. All right, you check into that. Let's go back to uh, Olivia in Arizona, also watching on YouTube. Uh, go ahead, Olivia. Hey, Ian. Hey, Johnson. Hey, hey Conan. Hey. I'm excited to meet Conan because I've seen him before on YouTube, but I've never gotten to talk to him. But he used to have long hair, I think. He that did, yeah. Cool. Yeah, now I'm sporting my alt-right cut. <laughs> but I'm not alt-right. <laughs> but you're alt-right. not alt-right, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do, you miss the, uh, do you miss the long hair? Uh. Uh, I can't pull it off any longer. I'm getting too old for that. I'm, I'm not cool enough to. There's to, always to a lot sport, of work you got to do on to support the Jesus locks, the Legends of the Fall locks. I just I can't do it. It is a lot well, easier. Yeah. Well, I I wanted to mention a couple of things. First of all, I think it's a darn shame that like Fortnite's getting sued. It seems like anytime someone makes something that really appeals to people and really. Um, just anything that makes an impact in the world, pretty soon you're going to have a bunch of people just 
trying to get money yeah, that's that true. they don't deserve. And and that's how, and by the way, really that's how you that's how you know you won. Yeah. When people come when after people you, come after you. Yeah. yeah. It's a darn shame. And then the cops playing like they're in a video game, you know, but they're not. They're in real life. That's so sickening. But what happened to cop blocks, by the way? Like. Uh, I'll try to keep the answer short. Um, what happened to Coplock was over time, it you know was a decentralized organization. They attracted a certain number of people who didn't really gel with the original cop blockers. Let's say like a, a Pete and a Demo, the founders of Cop Block. Um, the some of the people that came on later didn't really get along real well with one another. So there became, as is so common in organizations that grow to a certain size, internal strife within the organization, uh, internal fighting within the organization. And so at some point, Ademo stepped away uh, as uh, as founder of the group. And I'm, I'm really shortening this. And, know, and a little burnout, story. too. Yeah, and, and of course, burnout as well. And eventually, Ademo decided he was just going to throw in the towel and retire uh, as an activist. And, you know, he did a lot of work. He, he got arrested a lot of times doing a lot of uh, police accountability activism. Cop block touched a lot of lives in a positive way, helped a lot of people learn about how to handle themselves with police uh, interactions and how to, you know, know your rights and uh, and use your rights. So, I mean, I think its impact over time was really positive overall. But the organization basically fell apart when Ademo stepped away from it. He had ended up putting the website up for for sale um, he couldn't find a buyer from within, and so he just auctioned it off. And the guy who ended up winning the auction um, at first didn't want to be known. I ended up finally finding out who it was, and I talked to the guy because I was trying to like you know keep the flame alive to some extent. Um, but there's very little I can do. I've got so much on my plate. I wasn't going to take on full responsibilities of editorial content or anything like that. And so this other guy admitted that he didn't even know what Cop Block was when he bought the website URL. He just thought it sounded cool. He wasn't a fed, was he? Well, I have no idea. Oh, wow. Basically, the site's still there, and it's it's essentially a shell of its former self. So essentially, the organization is is dead. There are a couple of uh, folks or a few groups out there that still have some life. Uh, When I was out in Vegas for Anarcho Vegas, I did meet the Vegas Cop Block guys, and they are still putting out content. Uh, They're still going out, I think, doing things in the streets here in Keene, we've I do outreach every year uh, out by the college, know your rights uh, kind of uh, outreach because people need to be able to exercise their own rights. They can't just expect cop blockers to be around to do it for them. Uh, but anyway, there's the short answer. Oh well, well I hope Adamo's doing good. I, I once upon a time I had a Facebook and basically all I did on there was repost cop block stuff. I made a bunch of my friends mad, but oh well. <laughs> But I, I really called to talk about a really neat article I saw about um, – it's on the BBC, and the title is The Gamer Who Spent Seven Years in His Dressing Gown. Basically, this guy just became a total recluse really in his house. and uh, Is dressing gown like pajamas have, in the UK? Like is that what that means? <laughs> I think so. Okay. And uh, they have a really cool program called uh, Real Ideas Organization where they – they basically have a program where if you're not employed or you're not in education, you can join this this organization and they will help you build games to learn social skills. So basically you build a game that encourages you to get out and uh, and participate in society and basically level up by interacting with hmm. people. So he's That's good. I like that. Really? 
yeah, he's built a game to help other people who are like him, and he's getting out there, and he's, I guess he's building kind of his own business doing that. And I just thought that was That, that was does really sound really interesting. Thing. I'm curious to know how that works. Is it kind of like the Pokemon game where you have to go out into physical reality to actually play it, where it encourages people to get up and get out somehow? What was the title of this game? Right. I don't know. Uh, Olivia, you said it was an article. Do you know the name of the game? Uh, I don't see the name. It's a role-playing board game for small groups. So people, players meet once a week over a period of weeks or months, and they... Can uh, you pop that into they, our Discord chat uh, when you get a chance? I don't know if you're in there. Yeah, There's somebody who has your name, but I don't know if that's actually you. Is that you? Yeah, that's me. Okay, good. Olivia from <laughs> Okay, cool. <laughs> Didn't know if it was an imposter. Just shoot that over into our Discord. There's more coming up here. Thank you, Olivia. It's Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want here. 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in-line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. Free Talk Live brought to you by the Edge Wallet, the best cryptocurrency wallet out there, in my opinion. And that was my opinion long before they became a sponsor here on Free Talk Live. But I'm super excited that they are sponsoring Free Talk Live because, well, it's my favorite wallet. Uh, so Edge.app is where you can go to learn more about it. Ethereum tokens, Monero, Ripple, Stellar, Bitcoin Cash, the original Bitcoin, Dash, and more. Uh, Ravencoin recently added to Edge Wallet. iOS and Android versions are available. You can buy, sell, trade, and securely hold your favorite cryptocurrencies. It's user-controlled. You own your own money. Secure your freedom with Edge Wallet. Go to edge.app to learn more about it as we continue. Uh, So, Conan, you wanted to talk about 2012. And I know you said you didn't think you'd have enough time. 10 minutes man you don't think that you don't think that's enough this is too deep i mean we can really i mean we could touch on it all right i mean so here so here this is how it works you know i'm looking at i'm looking at a lot of the arguments that are being forced upon me i think one of the bigger ones is the uh, the whole uh, we're going to we have going to uh, to uh, in 12 years, it's 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 up. It's all up for grabs. I mean, we're not going to be able to... Uh, the, the climate has got to a certain point that uh, uh, we're all going to die. <laughs> well, of course we're all going to die. And the people who are telling me this are smart people, educated people. They're people who really know what's going on. And I, 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 I'm like, well, crap. You know, what's really going on here? What is wrong with these people? Except maybe, you know, we were talking about NPCs earlier on, you know, non-player, non-player characters, characters who are not really able to think for themselves. They are programmed to think a certain way. They know they have a certain uh, set of parameters that mm-hmm. they are allowed to discuss, to to communicate, to think. And maybe, maybe this really is a simulation. I well, mean, wait, are you saying that it wasn't a simulation until 2012, but then became a simulation? Well, that's one of the theories. <laughs> so, anyways, the Mayans might have had <laughs> the, 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 the Mayans might have had it right. So their calendar ended. Mm-hmm. December 21st, 2012. When did Sam leave New Hampshire? <laughs> Sam Dodson. Uh, 2011, I think. Right on time. Do you think he knew something? Maybe the alien wars weren't revealed and instead they just flipped on the simulation. Well, here's the thing. I actually, I actually, this, I, I'm, so I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about. But how does that explain Sam becoming an exile or a uh, ripple fanatic? He's a, it's a simulation. It's not actually Sam. Mm. He was taken away with the aliens, 
the alien war was revealed to him, <laughs> the, uh, and the rest of us were just plugged into the simulation. So he escaped on the uh, the alien rapture. I want royalties, Sam, for this idea. By the way, we he'll pay you in uh, Ripple. <laughs> I would accept yeah. that. We the 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 current culture is so is so bizarre right now, and I know that every generation <laughs> is always complaining about how they have it rougher than the the current you know, the the, uh, the past generations. It's always harder for us than it was for anyone else. And yet I look at the current culture and 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 the we're talking about the Joker just, you know, a couple of breaks ago sure. and about how there's a there are two this there are two splits on whether the Joker is even worth watching. You have people who will walk out of the theater because it is that bad and wow. you have people who are talking about how it I mean, is the movie of the year. Have you ever walked out of a theater? Never. I've never seen a movie so atrocious to where I was like, I can't stand. I've this. seen atrocious yeah. movies, but I think that if I paid money to see it, unless there was it, right? unless yeah. there was something right across the hall that was that, a lot better. That was yeah. a lot better, and I knew it would be better, and I just kind of you know snuck over there. There is a movie that I wish that I had never watched. Actually, what was that? The, the Trigger Effect. Never I even vaguely recall the title, like, but I sounds from like nineteen ninety six. Okay. Sounds like about, a straight to DVD. Like the power going out in L.A. and these people mm-hmm. losing their minds, and it's it's really really bad. bad. So uh, so what I am seeing in the current culture is such a divide, such a crazy, such a clown world mm-hmm. that it's like, well, crap. Maybe maybe twenty twelve something did change, something did end. When you're we're talking a lot about games this evening. Most games I play when you when you defeat the final boss. I mean, Obama's first term. You can you can <laughs> keep playing. There's still side quests to play. You can keep going around doing things. But I mean the the whole that's perp- a newer thing. The though. whole purpose of the game is really ended. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of you know passing the time. Around. Yeah. So I mean, what if 2012 December 21st it did end, <laughs> and someone just decided, yeah, you know what, I want another 50 years. Click, and we're still going. And it's just but but it's gotten to a point where this where the 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 game is basically just playing the credits somewhere off in the distance. The credits are rolling, and we're just plugging along, doing doing our thing. <laughs> and the crazies are out there, the NPCs who only have one option. They are not mm-hmm. able to adapt. They are still spewing the same crap, the same yeah. But nonsense. how does that explain Donald Trump? He he might be the he might be the only real person. <laughs> He's just living his fantasy, just seeing how far he can get it, or he might be a complete. You know, the realest person to ever exist. The realest, the biggest, the, the biggest, bigly. most real <laughs> intellect. The most. So humble. what? So what did happen in 2012? Well, uh, the Higgs boson particle was found. Really? Okay. So the so the hydro the hader uh, what is the collector hadron. the, the hadron uh, uh, accelerator what is it the called collider the collider yeah. So they think they actually got it to work. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, they found this particle. That's holding us all together or something. That happened. I think Disney actually bought, uh, not Disney, but uh, yeah, Disney bought Star Wars in 2012. And then you saw where you see where it's gone. Into the Hadron Collider. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, I don't know. I like to, I like to, to understand mm-hmm. why things work. And that's basically why, I, that's why I like this 80 year cycle where every 80 years it resets. This could just be the reset. It's just gotten so stupid. The clown world has gotten so prevalent that it needs to reset. And ba- you think something's coming? You uh, think a, a big something's reset's coming. coming? Or it might not be coming because the game is already over. It's what over. What does that even mean, though? The like... game is over. The credits are rolling. We are just... <laughs> 
We're about to enter the roaring twenties. We are just the remnants. The roaring twenties. Twenties, right? Uh huh. Because that was what the nineteen twenties were called. No, no, the twenty twenties. No, we're gonna. We are entering into the. If it's if it's eighty year cycle, we are. This is our World War Two. Okay. So and Great Depression. But the world is more peaceful than it's ever been. Correct, and it's also more stupid than it's ever been. Look at these. Look I at like these. Look money. At, look at this iGen. They are they are completely disillusioned. You like money they too? don't know what's up. It's all well, pink. All pink hair and snowflakes. Johnson's referencing the Mike Judge film uh, <laughs> *Idiocracy*, which did seem to be pretty prescient, right? Like mm-hmm. they, uh, there's a lot of truth, I think, to *Idiocracy*. For listeners unfamiliar, people an, who know how to push buttons, button pushers. Yeah. As long as That's the as long as the symbol on their button. On their on their keyboard makes sense to them. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, they can't figure it. They can't figure anything out. Are people really dumber today? I know it's tempting to say that. I will really say true? I will say they were they are not as wise. They mm-hmm. are not as capable of adapting. They're not as capable of picking up new skills and working with what they have. I'm going to say that yes. I got to say, I feel like the state of journalism is definitely way worse than it was in the past. I will say that the state of journalism that people most get their news from is completely worthless. And unless you go to other outlets, we're talking about YouTube. Mm-hmm. There's, there's still there's still some good YouTube uh, 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 creators out there who, who do a good, pretty good job. And then you got options like BitChute, which is where I get. So I can't get my conspiracy uh, fil- uh, videos on, on YouTube, YouTube anymore. anymore. Huh. I got to go to BitChute. Which is like a BitTorrent version yeah. of uh, video storage, basically, and and that's pre- basically mm-hmm. where everyone's gone who's been demonetized and or kicked off of YouTube. So there's, there's your other option right there. Yeah, the unfortunate thing is that there there are some uh, conservative uh, videos that are, are amusing. I mean, even if they're, I don't necessarily agree with some of the things, there were a lot of people who were on BitChute that have been snapped up. That are the ones that are good and are being put behind paywalls, and that's. On BitChute or worse. some other? No, not paywall. on BitChute. Well, okay. I don't know if they're being hosted on BitChute, but uh, they they get put behind paywalls, and it's like, well, then no one ever sees that content, right? You know, and it's like that's really sad because it was available for free first, starting on YouTube, then you know dropped into BitChute, and then you know now just down the memory hole. And by the way, something else, another phenomenon that has that has come up in recent years, Mandela effect. You got lots <laughs> the Berenstein and, and I, Bears. And, and I didn't even get to, to to talk about my my absolute favorite Mandela effect that I think just proves it all. all right. We're not going to have time this evening, yeah. but I mean, oh, you It's a long one. It's a I have to one. encourage everyone for 2020 to write in Dwayne Elizondo Herbert Mountain Dew Camacho. Ooh. Oh, president. <laughs> Idiocracy president. <laughs> that would be right. great. That's Dwayne great movie. Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. Go check that movie. Two, out two, uh, two good that. movies to watch: Idiocracy and Office Space. Yeah, so real. Oh, and uh, I think his series on HBO, Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley is, is entering its final final season. I believe that's what I read. Don't miss that, too. Mike Judge, great creator. All right, so out of time for tonight. You can join us online between now and tomorrow night over at our website, freetalklive.com. Don't forget to follow us on social medias, twitter.freetalklive.com, toot.freetalklive.com. Hello, everyone. This is Courtney Shrem, and I want to invite you to join my husband and I, Charlie Shrem, on his new show, Untold Stories, for a deep dive into crypto history with the people who made that history. Together, we'll explore the personalities and events that gave rise to Bitcoin and the crypto revolution, the innovation, the collaboration, the battles, and the busts. 
You'll have a front row seat to the early days of crypto up to today. And you'll hear it from the folks who lived through it and survived to drive this movement mainstream. Untold Stories looks back to reveal what inspired some of the greatest minds on earth to come together to create this technology and change the future for everyone. So join Charlie and his guests, the techies and the traders, the entrepreneurs and the innovators, as they explore our past and understand what that means for the future. You love Bitcoin. It's the future, right? Well, no, not if everyone stops using it. I mean, think about it. How many places in your town take Bitcoin? One? None? Let's be real. If this Bitcoin thing is ever going to happen, it's going to need your help. The good news is the guys at AnyPay have your back. We built a website called HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com, and it's a place you can send any business. And they'll be set up to take Bitcoin in five minutes. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. 